What's up guys? Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Crazy Ant Farm. Holy moly. I I just love doing this show. I, I love coming I mean, back seriously. and talking about the industry like cuz everything breaks. Everything gets so new every oh week. My gosh, like the man. entertainment we got industry. So much big stuff in industry yeah, news this seriously. week. It's crazy. By the way, it's the bro show this week. Yes, it the is. girls have got other stuff going yep. on. They weren't able to make it today, so it's the bro show. Yep. Me, J Lo, and Soundman Chris. Yeah, whoop, yeah. Whoop. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a good one. Oh my gosh. And like, all right, how excited are we? Emily Peachy. Emily Peachy. Emily Peachy. Not only is she like an amazing actress and a, and, a, and a, like just unbelievably talented. Uh, you know, superstar, what she does, yeah. and been in all kinds of crazy. But she's a huge fan of the show. Yeah, she listens every week. She's gonna be big surprise. She's gonna be participating in the top five this week That's with right. us. So, oh man, she's. Just, I can't wait to talk to her. Yeah. She's gonna be a Freaking, blast. Yeah, I she's cannot wait. But let's get started off with some industry news. Oh man, the first thing is AT and T is thinking about selling the rest of their stock in Hulu. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's basically just gonna become Disney now, mean, right? Yeah, I mean, ten percent. They they have ten yeah. percent ownership. And uh, for anybody who may be new to the show or living under a rock or whatever, I mean, you know, as you guys know, Disney and 21st Century Fox are merging. No. Become one company. Whoa. And 21st Century Fox had a percentage of ownership in Hulu, and Disney had a percentage of ownership in Hulu, and Comcast had a percentage of ownership in Hulu, and... uh, uh, AT&T, yeah. uh, Time Warner. So basically after the merger, Disney will own controlling interest, 60% controlling interest in, uh, or 70%, 60 or yeah. 70% controlling interest in Hulu, yeah. meaning it's theirs, they yeah. can do whatever they want with it. So it, it I mean, it kind of only makes sense for the rest of them just to, what are you going to do with say, 10%? Do you think, do you think uh, Comcast is just going to do domino effect? Just they're just going to sell do. it off I mean, why? I mean, you know, it. I know Comcast and Disney are in like this headbutt fight yeah, all the time. They're not in a I good mean, place. It was if you guys don't remember, it was a brutal battle for twenty first century yeah. Fox between Comcast and Disney yeah. and the mouse one. Yeah. But why hold on to like thirty percent of exactly. something when you I mean you you have no say. Exactly. Disney's gonna own the majority stake in it so they can do whatever they want with it, it. What what are you gonna like? Exactly. Is plus, it Comcast that's going after Sky anyway? Oh, uh, they got Sky. Remember yeah, Disney yeah. gave yeah, it up and made deal. Comcast pay like a shit exactly. ton forward or whatever. They just want the international TV. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. But here's my thing that right now, while Hulu is successful, mm-hmm. it hasn't been profitable yet. Right. And so for anybody who doesn't know all of the owners, Disney, Comcast, uh, Time Warner, um, all, all of them, they've been contributing. They each, every year, put up money, billions of dollars, to sustain Hulu yeah. and keep it running. So if I'm all the other ones who own the small percentages, like AT&T yeah. and like Comcast, I'm thinking, why would I keep putting billions of dollars when exactly. we only own like 10% of it? Fuck exactly. that. Let's just sell spite. it to Disney and they'll have to pay it all. No, just so, spite. Maybe they'll just keep owning it just like to but, I mean, have for, a but, tiny bit. But it's bit. not profitable. So yeah. they have to keep paying in. I mean, they're losing money if they if they have no say or control because they only own 10%. And they would have to still contribute money to keep it afloat. Well, I wouldn't do that for Spy. I'd be like, fuck that. Here, take your 10%. Yeah. I mean, and get out of it as quick as possible. You know, I mean. Well, we're kind of familiar with those situations. Like, people just holding on to something that it's not going to do anything for them. So, no, no. I mean, (laughs) I mean, basically, it's worthless stock. Exactly. At this point, I mean, you know, so. Well, maybe they'll hold on to it and wait for it to turn a profit because when Disney comes over, they might be. 
I mean, that that's a possibility. It's yeah. a, because I think we all know, and we're about to talk about this a little bit in industry news too, uh, moving down on the subjects here. But I mean, we all know that Hulu is going to be Disney's non-family exactly. part of the streaming yeah, what service. If they just this is the until... Disney after dark. So. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> what if they just wait to, Comcast just waits to sell off their stock after they see how profitable and how successful the marvel things will be i mean there. yeah i mean because so, yeah so let's talk about that i think we all well when yeah. uh when uh when We're you're selling stock like that when you're selling it off anybody in the company can buy it anybody who owns stock can buy up that stock could they actually take a hold of the at&t stock and even have more on the comcast side to maybe have a say you, or have you, some you control mean, could comcast buy at&t shares sure they could but that would still only give them like thirty percent. Yeah, that still or says forty percent. That's so. not yeah. That's not silent partner. That's not majority. Yeah, it's but, not majority I mean, rule, but majority, it's actually it's not silent. Uh, no, though, no. Point. I mean, but without majority, you can't really overrule anybody. Yeah. So I mean, okay. And I mean, you think they would want to go back into that battle with Disney again? Yeah. They, so. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, they they did not have the money. They were going to acquire loads and loads of debt yeah. just to get a hold, maybe a chance at Fox. They were offering cash value, yeah. which was only like a percentage of what AT, uh, not AT and T, what Disney was going to offer them. Yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, they I, might I, try I to pull in some. I don't think I don't think Comcast CEO wants to get back in the ring with Iger. Right. I mean Iger like well, I mean, just they pummeled got, him. They I already mean, got what they wanted there. Yeah. International TV. So they I, did. Mean, I mean they it did. is what it is. All right. So going along those lines, Marvel has hinted at more Daredevil after the cancellation from Netflix. So they're just following suit like uh Iron Fist and Luke Cage. Like, yeah, they hinted at more. Stuff yeah, they well, we were all worried. It's like, too. no, we don't want to see. Uh, we don't want to see Daredevil go away. Right. So exactly. he's so successful. Yeah. Right. And here's an interesting thing. They just released this a couple days ago. Apparently, one of the reasons that they went ahead and canceled it is because Disney uh, wanted shorter seasons. Yeah. And you know, it was only so, thirteen episodes. Yeah, right? I'm guessing they wanted to go the eight route, yeah. eight or ten episodes instead yeah. of thirteen. Um, and so I feel that like was ten's a, perfect, though. To be honest, yeah, that was a part of the reason. But I think, I mean, we've been talking about this week in and week out. We we really, our general consensus of thought is that all of these series are going to end up over on Hulu. Yeah, I mean, uh, now that Disney's in control of Hulu, it's an open outlet for them to to take their darker and grittier content that they won't be putting on Disney Plus and put it on Hulu. And I think you've got Cloak and Dagger on Freeform. Mm -hmm. You've already got Runaways on Hulu. I think, honestly, that both Cloak and Dagger and all of the Marvel shows that were on Netflix, and even Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I think, once it makes its run on ABC. I know for a fact Cloak and Dagger is actually on Hulu as well. Like, they just put all the freeform stuff on there but i think agent of shield i might be wrong but i think it might be on hulu well i see, remember it was on go. netflix yeah well i'm talking about first run episodes oh, though okay. i think oh. like new episodes yeah. that's going to be the platform where it is yeah, now definitely i know before the current season of uh shield uh season six it's getting ready they already renewed it for season seven. Oh damn and it was on the bubble yeah everybody thought they weren't even coming back after Shit. season five but not only did they do season six but they did season seven yeah interestingly though season uh six was shortened it's a shorter season mm. so kind of along mm. the lines of what they wanted to do with the netflix series yeah. so that's what i'm saying i think i don't know i i just think they're all gonna end up on hulu yeah 
Because the Runaways and Cloak and Dagger have already said they intend to do a crossover. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, on Cloak and Dagger, if you guys have been watching Cloak and Daggers, and if not, spoiler alert, but um, they la, 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 linked la, la. Cloak and Dagger <laughs> to Luke Cage. Yeah. Which means they've already connected yeah. it to the Netflix series. Yeah. So it only makes sense to bring them all together exactly. and have them just be all on Hulu together. Exactly. I mean, so that's what I think is going to happen. And, you know, while I mean, that's what I think the reason they bought up Fox is so they can bring the whole Marvel property together. Yeah. The only mm-hmm. piece of the Marvel yeah. puzzle is Sony Spider Man. Right. Of yeah. which the Russo brothers did say they absolutely know that. The X Men and uh, Deadpool and the Fantastic Four will indeed be entering the MCU. Oh so shit! They 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 said it. That's I mean, it's, well, it has to be Deadpool who breaks the universe. Yeah. He has that. He well, has um, what's his name? Time ability. But, he can yeah. break the whole universe. Well, no, the Russo brothers have hinted at, and this is interesting because I think it's going to be a little bit before we see it happen. Yeah. But they've hinted at because they're done. They say they're done after this second Infinity yeah. War. Aww, but they said they would be back. I know they good. would come back for Secret Wars. Mm. Now, Ooh. for any comic book fans out there, they know what Secret Wars yeah. is. But Secret Wars was all of the Marvel yeah. uh, universe. Everybody. All of them. It included everybody. Yeah. Including the Fantastic Four and the X-Men yeah. and like all of the Avengers oh and all of everybody. Imagine how long that movie would be. So, <laughs> and that's... they. they that's going to be three parts. Right. Like. <laughs> so there you go, though. They said they would come back for it. So... I mean, if that's true, that could be where we see the introduction, where yeah. they slowly start to come together, and the next big culmination yeah. films will be Secret Wars, which yeah. would be epic. Yeah, I don't know how though they're gonna go around the black Spidey suit then, because like yeah. anybody who's familiar with Secret Wars, that's where the suit came from, the right. symbiote came from with yeah. Secret Wars. Mm. That's where it first made its appearance. Yeah. So but I mean, maybe it's in some way they take that that Tom Hardy Venom and they mm-hmm. inject it into oh, that. That's that we we talked too. about that a couple of weeks ago too. Yeah. That deal is up. Yeah. So it's, you know, Infinity soon. War and the second Spider-Man movie. That's, that's the end it. of that deal. So will Spidey stay in the MCU or, or is not? He going to that well, it's going to be a new universe. deal. Well, it's going to be something new on the table. I, I got to imagine. I'm hoping so. I mean, Sony so. can't be stupid. I know. I mean, because they want to expand on Venom's universe now. Yeah. I mean, bring it. Just fucking make it all MCU. I know, man. Right? Just like, make it all MCU. It would make everything so much. I just don't easier. understand why can't the partnership just happen? Just like exactly. Look, you can see what we're doing. You can see that. Spider-Man is more successful than the other ones that you cloistered in your own area. Exactly. Well, people love Tom Tom Holland, so... Yeah. So, okay, so sticking with Netflix. Netflix is making some serious moves into the film. Yeah. We we talked about it a a couple of weeks ago on the show that where they bought the um, studio in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Yeah. uh, Or Albuquerque, New Mexico, sorry. Um, So, you know, now they've got an actual studio... And now, apparently, they are in negotiations for a long-term leasing deal with Pinewood Studios in London, which is world-famous. Everybody's heard of it. It's where they do Star Wars, James Bond, like pretty much anything that films in. Most of Kubrick's movies, I think, were done at Pinewood. Almost anything that's ever filmed on a a large scale in in London has gone through Pinewood. Um, So, man, they are like... They're gonna have a presence with the studio in in Europe. Yeah, they're gonna have a presence in America, and I mean, they're making a strong push to say 
we're a studio now. Yeah. We're going to be making movies now. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's, that's right. They're taking steps, man. They're taking steps to they, battle. I mean, they are. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. Yeah, uh, I know that um, a lot of the, the governing boards over in Europe were looking at it yeah. just to kind of make sure, you know, but uh, it's going to pass. Yeah. I mean, Netflix. Yeah. And, and man, look out. They have a plan. They have a plan. And speaking of plans, they plan to keep friends on Netflix, guys. Oh, my gosh. Everybody calm dun, dun, down. Dun, 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 I'm dun. not even going <laughs> to. <laughs> I'm right. not even gonna They're lie. They're not on break. They're not on break. <laughs> I was, I was worried, Jesus, man. man. Twitter, people the Twitter were talking world. about canceling. Twitter and Facebook blowing yeah. up. They about fucking it. blew yeah. up. Yeah. When they found out that that Friends wasn't gonna stay yeah. on, and and I was and shitty. Look. They're losing all the Marvel shit. They're losing. I mean, come on. They're losing a ton of content. Yeah. Okay. So when they found, for anybody that doesn't know, AT and T, Time Warner, or Warner Media, as as they're calling it, they're getting ready to start their own streaming service yeah. to compete with all of them, Netflix and all of them. And it only makes sense. They own Friends. That yeah. it's a Warner Brothers, exactly. uh, uh, You know, show, and they own it. So they want it. They want yeah. to put it on there. Well, so they were just going to let the contract end, and they were going to take it. <laughs> And fucking Netflix was like, oh shit, we, yeah. the fans went batshit crazy. So, okay, are you guys ready for this? <laughs> Insane. Netflix, after the fans freaked out, paid $80 million. Show me the money. To yeah. keep friends on like. for, for the <laughs> next couple of years, at least through the end of 2019. Yeah. Now, here's the kicker part of it, though. $80 million and through the end of 2019. But after that, Warner Media can have it on theirs. Theirs as well. So while Netflix might up the option to keep it yeah. past 2019, it'll be competing on Warner Media's yeah. streaming service as well. So That's one of the only shows that will be doing that because yeah. not a lot of shows are on two different platforms. No. Especially no. like Netflix battling uh, Warner and Disney. But and while Netflix closely guards their numbers, they're not they don't like to share how many streaming numbers or how yeah. much money they're making off of. But when they're willing to drop eighty million dollars at the drop of a hat yeah. because the fans freaked out, yeah. you know friends must be raking in some you serious know. dough for Netflix. Yeah. Almost every time you go on there you go like popular shows. Friends. friends. Yeah. So every you know time. how many people probably watch it every day? Well like, and, and let's remember. Let's remember uh, the happiest people probably out of everybody for that eighty million dollar deal is the cast. Oh yeah, because remember they were Religion, negotiated yeah. after think, Seinfeld. Yeah. Remember they get they they, get they have ownership in the yeah. show, which means every time these type deals get, yeah. they're not only getting the residuals from airplay, yeah. they get that chunk of ownership exactly. money. So I mean, they're you know, like fucking I've, banking when they're on both streaming services. Do you think they're going to get two separate I, checks? I, I mean, you would think so. What what did like, we what did we uh say? Uh, I, I uh, fifty million. Uh, yeah, fifty I, million a year. A year. Yeah. For each one of the friends yeah. is making fifty million a year just off of friends. Yeah, <laughs> and it hasn't been on the air for how long? Exactly. Like but maybe this is maybe this is the show. The friends cast is like, hey, Netflix has the money. You want to come over here and do a little rebooting? Come back and do a little reunion show. It seems like there's always one of them that doesn't want to do it. Yeah, like you know, I I just I don't know. I think all the girls want to, but I think the guys are kind of skeptical. Yeah, yeah, but you know, because. I don't want him it's, to ruin something. Exactly. That's already I think it's always up, iffy. Harry. Like Harry when it, want when that, it's so sure. good, yeah. do you want to come back and exactly. like tarnish it? Yeah. I guess. Well, my mom was a huge fan of Will and Grace, and when that came back on, she doesn't like it now. Like uh, it's just, 
it's just not what it was. But it doesn't hurt the older Will and Grace. Does it hurt to her opinion? I, like, she feels like they're exactly the same person, so they haven't shown any growth since, mm, like, however mm. long. And in the original Will and Grace, they, like, meet each other at the end. Don't they, like, meet each other back at, like, college or something? Yeah. And then, like, they never really resolve that, I right, guess. So. Right, right. Mm. Or know, at their children's college. I mean, that's what sometimes it was. it's like, it's like remaking. Well, there was a change in the, I mean, Roseanne, there was a big yeah. change. Yeah. There was a lot of growth. Yeah. They're still needing growth, but that's how you kind of yeah. have the show. There was a little bit of a. I just, I just think sometimes, though, it's like the same. Before it the all same fell I, apart. Right? The same idea of remaking a classic film. Yeah. Sometimes you just don't want to retouch it. You don't want to touch it. You don't want to touch it again. Yeah. And I think there are some television series like you just don't well, like, want to go back yeah, and touch but, it again. Like, here's like, the, well, I mean, they, they are, though. Every film they're redoing. Uh, yeah. You ain't kidding. Like, but for real. I, I just, I, for me, there's, there's, there's a few. Maybe this could even be a top five category one week. You know, like films you absolutely do not touch. Cannot remake. Like, you know, like... Like Breakfast Club, yeah. Do not do ever not fucking remake that. Breakfast Club, oh my ever, gosh. unless it's like they're all older. Yeah. It's all of them as adults right. or something like that, exactly. and we're revisiting. But don't redo mm-hmm. it with like a new cast Agreed. for a new. It, no, fuck no. I think the same <laughs> thing would happen that happened with Dirty Dancing when they tried to reboot nah, Dirty no. Dancing, yeah. and the fans were like, "Fuck no. you, nope." Yeah. And then they tried the oh, stupid and sequel and yeah. Foot- oh, God, yeah, the Footloose wasn't got good either. That was no good. Uh-uh. God bless Juliana Huff, but it was not good, man. So, <laughs> but yeah, the Dirty Dancing fans were like, "Fuck you, yeah. no, no, yeah. no." So they tried the stupid sequel, yeah. Havana Nights or whatever. Yeah, I, oh it was God. awful. And Patrick Swayze was, was actually in that, but for like a scene. Or yeah, something. it was. God, it was awful. It was. So, it was not. But but good. I think the same thing would happen. I think if they tried to do Breakfast Club, they would shut that shit down. Yeah, They're like Mm-mm, yeah. nope, seriously. But yeah, there are just certain things I just think yeah. you shouldn't touch. Yeah, you know I mean and. It, yeah, but when when the well is dry and I everybody, know, man, I mean, right. nostalgia is big money right now. Just look at, um, uh, darn it, uh, Lion King. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, but it's, I, okay. oh, it's a shot for shot remake in CG, and they got oh, it's live action. <laughs> yeah, but I, I got to tell you, I'm all in on that because it's Favreau. Yeah, and like I just think he's a genius. <laughs> but you know so... what I am worried about? I watched the Aladdin one again, and I'm worried about the Aladdin one. Yeah. To be honest, I'm not yeah. worried about Dumbo or Lion King, but the Aladdin one, like, eh. Okay. Well, it's not going to be shot for you, shot you remake. Know why? It's a, you it's know a why, though? Because remake. at least with the Lion King, they were able to, you know, they weren't stupid. They yeah. went back and got James Earl Jones. Yeah. There were just some, you know. Yeah. But unfortunately, and, and God rest his soul, you can't replace Robin Williams. Yeah. Look, no. I love Will Smith. I do, I too. think he's an unbelievable talent. Yeah. I think he's a great guy. He is not Robin Williams, and he is not going to be the genie. And I I just feel like Mm. you shouldn't have attempted that without Robin Williams. Remember when they did the sequels on the on the cartoons without Robin Williams, and it just—I mean, it sucked. It was awful. They even paid him whatever he wanted to come back for the third one because they're like, "No, fucking sequel sucks." Yeah, like I mean, I don't know, man. Oof. I mean, we'll see, but I mean, the trailer did not look good, so that's what I'm going well, off yeah. of. Well, yeah, I mean, and they didn't, like... They didn't even... It was the beginning scene where he's, like, going into that, uh, the sand tiger's mouth and going up to get the thing. Yeah. It's like, eh. Yeah. It looked kind of... It looked cool. It looked cool, though. Yeah. Like, just the look of it yeah. by the special effects. But they're doing yeah. them all. Remember, yeah. they got Mulan coming, too. Yeah, Live action I Mulan about, I haven't seen well, anything, so. like, any trailer about Are we going to get some and sauce back at McDonald's again? Uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know, but, I mean... <laughs> oh, and that's another thing you know the live action mulan because you know they're gonna have to cgi 
the dragon is, is it going to be Eddie right. Murphy? Oh my gosh! Because I feel like if it's it not Eddie Murphy, be. it needs to yeah, be Eddie Murphy. Eddie I mean, Murphy was so good. Yeah, hey, there, hey. there are just certain. Characters What's Eddie Murphy like, doing right now? What's he doing right now? He just had another kid. Like kid number what? Ten. So it's like give Eddie the job. He needs a job. You know, like well, didn't they say they're doing a live action Shrek too? I don't know. He's got to be donkey. Yeah, seriously. Just give that man. Oh my gosh! That's so freaking funny. But going back to Marvel, I mean, speaking of diversity and everything they're about to start uh i don't even know who this character is exactly uh, shang chi yeah who, who? so if you are a comic book geek or nerd you know who this is it's the master of kung fu yeah if you're not you have no idea who he is <laughs> like he's one of the only people that can go toe-to-toe with uh, iron fist there's like in the marvel comics in the marvel universe comics universe there are several people who are like the ultimate martial artists yeah these are it, you yeah. know, and and so, but yeah, Shang Chi is the master of kung fu. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's he. This will definitely show. Can they? Yeah. Take like because Black Panther, I feel like you set him up in Civil War and everything. So while he was kind of a second tier character, right. you gave him a huge entrance. Right. Shang Chi, this is going to be like the test yeah. of can we take like somebody who nobody has heard of? Yeah. And, like, put it out there and have a Marvel Maybe hit. they should have put him on Iron Fist before it got canceled and then boost, I guess, like, shot it out of a cannon. Well, and then the question is, because they hinted at we would see more of Iron Fist, will Iron Fist pop up in the in Shang-Chi the movie. movie? Yeah, we were talking about I mean, that, it, too. It, it's a strong possibility. Remember, yeah. the television shows and the movies are all connected. They're yeah. all, they all take place in the same universe. Exactly. So that maybe we see Iron Fist <laughs> pop up in Shang-Chi's movie. Yeah. But they said they want to do with Shang-Chi what Black Panther did. Yeah. They want to have show on Asian American culture and, and the Asian culture yeah. in, in this broad light and kind of expose yeah. it and, and for like, like what Black Panther did for the African American yeah. culture. Well we saw so, how popular Crazy Rich Asians was and yeah, how much everybody loved that. Yeah. So. I just I mean, you're gonna have to be in my opinion, but I mean Marvel just seems to know perfectly what they're doing. They do. I mean, just they have Jesus it planned Christ, out. The new Captain Marvel. Dude, I was anybody... just thinking about that. Did you see? Uh, it was like uh, her film, and then it yeah. a hero film. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's her so hero. smart. Yeah, they yeah. just know what. So, because I was gonna say, if you're not careful, it could come off as like a really cheesy Bruce Lee movie. Yeah, you know. But exactly. I, I trust Marvel. Yeah. I just think they know what they're doing, yeah. and they're gonna be like, okay. Well, you know, it's really gonna like. The test is going to be these new generation of superheroes. Yeah. Like all the new people coming in. So it'll be interesting. Cannot wait to see what happens. But let's talk about a little uh, little craziness. Les Moonves and CBS. Oh, oh man. You want to oh, take this one? Um, yeah. Uh, you guys know because we've been following it's like this every week. week like the, yeah. Les mean, Moonves is on the show every week. Just like Netflix. The Me Too movement since we started the show back in January. Yeah. Okay. So a year now, basically, we've been we've been hammering down on the Me Too stuff. Yeah. And, Les Moonves, I'm sure you guys know the former CEO of uh, CBS. Yeah. Um, whew, apparently, even today, more accusations oh, came out against him. But part of his separation deal was that CBS was going to conduct an internal investigation because upon his exit, he was supposed to get a $120 million parachute as an exit package. Yeah. But... If he's let go due to circumstance, then 
he doesn't get that $120 million. Well, apparently the internal investigation is complete. The New York Times has got a hold of it, and it's going to be presented to CBS. Yeah. And apparently this investigation shows that he tried to destroy evidence. He oh, tried to shit. pay off people. Yeah. He tried to cover up and save his name. Yeah. Um, well, we and, talked about that one messaging app or whatever, the right. documents one, or that the yeah. everybody deleted yeah. and got rid of. And, and there, apparently now there's just all kinds of stuff coming out against Les before he was at CBS and after he was damn. at CBS. And he's been, apparently this has been for a long time. So the point being is that it looks like Less ain't getting the hundred and twenty million dollars because it looks like CBS is going to have cause to fire him. Yeah, and uh, so well, not on top of cause, but I mean, trying to destroy evidence and hide files is not an easy way to get yourself back into a courtroom. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, and look, like or a federal I mean, investigation exactly. of of a I, the way I think less ain't hurting. I think you just walk away. Yeah. Say, you know what? Okay, keep yeah. the walk away and start going to a country without extradition. Okay, <laughs> I, I just feel like. I don't know. I mean, because I haven't seen all of the. I haven't seen a report or anything. But it would appear that the behavior ended prior to his current marriage to yeah, Julie, Chen. Julie Chen. While it did take place over decades, yeah. Apparently, it did, and I don't know. And if there are any pe- women out there that were after Julie Chen, I'm sorry, but it appears that it ended before Julie Chen. Yeah. So that marriage seems to be stable. It seems to be a loving home for their child. Yeah. It she's standing by him. It yeah. just seems to me like less walk away, bro. It's not worth the money. Exactly. If it, it just don't worry about the 120 million. Seriously. Go be with your family. Do what's right by your family yeah. if that's what you do and just walk away, man. Exactly. I mean, own up. I mm-hmm. think he should own up to it cuz he's still swearing all of it's consensual. But if not, then own up to it. Yeah. You made mistakes. Move on, exactly. Do the right thing, bro. But yeah, good for CBS because a lot of people were pretty shitty about him getting 120 million dollars. Yeah, and rightfully so. And I mean, still <laughs> had it all his office. Like he was still fine. Yeah, it was- but apparently this report is going to be delivered to the CBS board of directors before the annual shareholders meeting. Yeah, and it does conclude that they have cause to fire him and yeah. not have to pay him $120 yeah. million. Oh, my goodness. So, <sighs> yeah. Craziness, man. <laughs> and now... On okay, the lighter side. Yeah, yeah, a little bit lighter side. A little bit lighter. Um, and this is interesting because Viacom recently, the, the CEO of Viacom made a statement about merging with CBS again, and he mm-hmm. said he's not too concerned about it. Yeah. So somebody asked him, does he feel like he, they need to go ahead with the merger with CBS or merge with somebody else to compete with these giant conglomerates yeah, exactly. of ATT, Time Warner, and Disney, 21st Century Fox? And his answer was interesting. He said, you know what? We're happy where we're at. We're happy with the size oh, really? that we're at because we see opportunity. Yeah. And this kind of goes into our next story. He said that with all these mergers and everything, executives, really talented yeah. executives, are becoming available because yeah. they're being squeezed out because they don't need multiples. Exactly. And he said, we're just cherry-picking executives, and we feel like we're in a yeah. really good spot. So I thought that was an interesting uh, argument to say, no, we don't want to merge. So leading into Bad Robot. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay Weber, uh, she has been the head of uh, Bad Robots film division, yeah. which is J.J. Abrams. For anybody who doesn't know, yeah, um, she is Lens leaving flares. to be uh, to go to Amazon Studios and head up their television content division. Yeah. 
So um, that's interesting because that's, that's remember, a big pickup. Yeah, remember uh, on last week's show we talked about JJ's fishing around a mega deal yeah. where he brings all of his shit exactly. home in one place. In one for, place. So I guess Amazon's not the place. Yeah. You know what it really reminds me of? It reminds me of like fantasy football right now. Right. <laughs> Everybody's just drafting, drafting them, and like... picking and uh, look. I mean, I think the 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 Comcast uh I mean, the Viacom CEO is right. I yeah. think that as you see these mergers happen, people are going to be available, yeah. and you're going to get some really serious exactly. talent. Well, that how you many get to people has pick. freaking Netflix got from Disney because of the whole merger? Exactly. Like, mm. Which, and then you you brought up with you know Shang Chi and Marvel and stuff diversity, but I forget the the in front of the camera side, behind the camera side. Remember we yeah. said that be- when that happened, mm-hmm. Disney was they now without any African American yeah. representation in their like division heads. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or their, you know, yeah. their executives, and they all went to like Netflix. Yeah, and stuff. exactly. So now they're in search of looking for, you know, trying to keep that diversity behind the camera yeah. too. Um, it's really just an interesting time right now, man. With uh, all these mergers, everybody leaving, everybody going, yeah, like, yeah. Oof. So we shall man, see what happens. There's just. And where is JJ going to end up? I yeah, still think seriously. that's Disney. I, I, still... I do too. I feel like that's a perfect fit. He's already done so much stuff with them and well, for them. Like... And, and like, There's like... Netflix in the water losing a lot of content. But like you said, though, I mean, JJ Abrams, it just makes sense because with all of the deals with Marvel, with Star Wars, with uh, um, Pixar, yeah. they've all proven that while they are acquired by Disney, they all kept autonomy. Exactly. They're all they all operate on their own without Disney. Exactly. It's like, yeah, we're a Disney company, we have Disney money, yeah, but we're but still we're our still, own individual. We're still Marvel, we're still Lucasfilm. Just like, makes yeah. sense. So Bad Robot would still be Bad Robot. Yeah. It would just be House Disney. Spy, yeah. yeah. I mean, so Well, that's kind of true. I mean, Lucasfilms, uh Disney took over Lucasfilms and took down tons of the video game market and a lot of video game support on Lucasfilms Mm because they were going to relaunch several games like Knights of the Old Republic and stuff like that. So in some ways they were, but some ways they're not. Disney kind of controls more on the game and the products going out because that's where they're making their their money. Yeah, I don't discount merchandising and stuff like that. I'm just talking about complete autonomy with projects yeah with what they do as far yeah. as their yeah. films as far as their television and, and, and then also in a way like you can see like james gunn mm-hmm. yeah that was disney wasn't that disney's decision not the marvel company it was decision? Disney. Yeah, it was well disney. disney overrode marvel because yeah. marvel apparently had met with him and when i from what i understand feige was leaning towards keeping him oh wow and disney's like yeah. No. Yeah. But so I it's, mean, it's semi-autonomy. Well, yeah. it is, but I mean, you got to understand. I mean, it's the, that, it's the best that you can get right. from being owned like Disney. That. Right. It's the mouse house first, yeah. yeah, and that's family exactly. And like, if if it mm. comes down to it, they've got to overrule when it when it fucks with the Disney image. Yeah. You. I mean, they're always gonna take yeah. it. So yeah. I mean, I mean, no, like, I fully, I, I get that. I'm just saying that it's autonomy, but it's not without strain. I yeah. will, I will say this though for. I'm I know the fans are kind of freaking out but I'm okay with if indeed they move forward with because they're talking about getting um Thor Ragnarok's director yeah. to take over Guardians. That would make sense. And I I really feel oh, I, awesome. I felt he, like he Thor made... Ragnarok had a Guardians of the Galaxy feel it to did. it. 
Um, For sure. You know, and so I really feel like while it won't be James Gunn, it will be James Gunn's script. Yeah, they decided to keep that. And if you can have a director to come in and and hold true to James Gunn's Mm -hmm. vision of the characters, I think it'll be all right. So I hope that deal works out, and I hope that's what we see. Same. So, I mean, you know, just something to keep an eye on. Yeah, I am excited about Suicide Squad 2, though. So me too. That'd really? be interesting. Me too. And and Harley Quinn. And Harley Quinn. Oh my gosh, Harley Quinn. Oh, because they're yeah. all they're all from him. Uh, uh, he's uh, Suicide Squad Two is going to be from him. Wow. Yeah. 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 It's so not Harley Quinn though. That's, no. that's, only that's seen, totally. Separate. I've only seen two movies. His little uh, mockumentary mm-hmm. in New Zealand about vampires. Yeah. And then the Thor Ragnarok, mm-hmm. and they're both really really funny. They have really great pacing. Oh no no, we're talking about James Gunn though. Yeah. Oh, okay, James no. Gunn's doing Suicide yeah. Squad. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. I was talking. Yeah. About no, not the, Tiki. But, uh, Tiki. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, and, he's and awesome too. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's gonna be it, it'll a be lot to look out for. And okay, who's excited about this? This is mm-hmm. awesome. I wish Tavia was here to talk about this I one because she I loves know. Anchorman. Oh man, Will Ferrell. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have a new competitor in our market, yeah, right? The podcast are, yeah. market. Will Ferrell starting a Ron Burgundy podcast podcast on iHeartRadio. Set for two seasons. Both seasons are gonna be twelve episodes and it's supposed to start at the beginning of 2019 yeah that's pretty epic i I hope he's just making fun of the news the whole time long drive times there's a lot of people out there long drive times and we need podcasts to keep our butts awake yeah i'm I'm doing two and a half hours when i go to work and But Ron Burgundy is um, yeah. going to be in. I mean, and he's got to have Carell and all of them Dude, do, do guest oh my spots gosh, on it. Seriously. You know, Christina Applegate. Rudd, stuff. Yeah, you got to. Like, if you don't bring them in for no, guest spots or guest commentary exactly. on it, then epic fail. It, I mean, seriously, he it, has to. Like, I really want them to just to make fun of the news the whole time and make fun of Trump and make oh, uh, all I mean, that shit. There's going to be so many opportunities yeah. for them to have so much fun with that. I can't like, wait. I'm excited as hell for it. Hell yeah. Yeah, I just... But uh, speaking of iHeartRadio, we've been trying to get this show on there a while. You haven't answered back. Just wanted to put that (laughs) out there. Yeah, yeah. Put (laughs) that out there. We have submitted, and apparently it takes a while to get approval, so we're we're hoping. We're waiting. We're waiting. But some more awesome news just confirmed uh, today, which is Wednesday. Kevin Hart will host the 91st Academy Awards. What? That's pretty freaking awesome. There we go. This is interesting, too. He will be only the fourth African-American American to MC the show. Oh wow! Uh, the others were Richard Pryor, Whoopi Goldberg, and Chris Rock. That's epic. One, so, two, three, um, four, yeah. Five. So mixed results there. Yeah. With, with those. Yeah. If I'm being honest, yeah. I mean, you know, they, they well, had each some... of them least did two years. Whoopi uh, Goldberg has four. Yeah. Richard Pryor and Chris Rock have two. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's so awesome. that's going to be really... I'm excited. I like his humor. Yeah. I don't know if he can pull off a clean... Uh, that's the thing. Because you know, like, his humor is very... Yeah. You know, um, it's crazy, though. We, my mom Maybe he's going to go maybe with uh, like one of his like, characters or so, in, in yeah. a way, using yeah. kind of like... Calm the, it down. Yeah, or like more of the dumber But I mean, he's so, he is just getting that show with... Uh, what is it, Nickelodeon? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we don't know. There's a clean image. He has to have a clean yeah, image. Family so, stuff, so. I mean, we shall see. But I mean, I'm, I'm just... It's awesome to see how far he's come from being in like the scary movies and yeah. then his stand-up and now 
working with The Rock and yeah. now the Academy yeah. Awards. The Rock takes all the credit. Yeah. It's like, once anybody works with me, I, they're exactly. superstars. How come you know, we haven't so. had The Rock doing the Academy Awards? Oh, I'm surprised we haven't That would be hilarious. Yeah. I mean, he kind of looks like the Academy Awards. Yeah, he does. He? Sure. <laughs> he does. Hold the <laughs> He's like, he is Oscar. We'll just start calling him Oscar. That's he just hilarious. turned around and was like, that's really nice. Y'all did a statue of me. That's right. right. That's right. So one in, one out. Yeah. Kid Rock outed as the grand marshal of the nashville christmas parade oh man um because on an appearance on fox news um he called uh the co-host of the view joy bear which you know i don't disagree with uh <laughs> kid rock here whoa apparently he called her now. a bitch yeah. uh on television there's and some people that just don't care that yeah <laughs> yeah and that's just shit. one of them he does yeah, not give up. No, no, he says what he thinks, yeah. man. And I mean, like, I respect that. I do too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently that didn't go over. So what what well. is this stemming from? Do do we know? Like, where? Why? why? Uh, I I think that um, I, it's a good question. Yeah, I, right. I, I don't <laughs> know. I mean, I I do vaguely remember her having some discussion on the View about his senate run that mm. wasn't really yeah, a senate wasn't a real, run kind yeah. of thing and by the way they ruled that he will not be in any trouble for That's you know cool. with the election commission yeah. or anything like that um but I, there was some talk there and stuff and mm. I, I i think maybe yeah. it kind of stems from and that, i mean but... we never know what goes on behind the scenes there's a lot of shady stuff that goes on yeah so. i mean I, I just but i do like that he says what he thinks yeah i mean I respect that i mean how listen joy if you can dish it out you gotta exactly. take it seriously. If you can talk all you shit about Trump and all anybody you disagree with, because she does. And don't get me wrong, I agree with her everything she says about Trump. Right. But if <laughs> she talks a lot of shit about a yeah. lot of people, yeah. And while she may not use profanity, she's still talking yeah. shit about a lot of people. I, I feel like those type well, of shows are kind of like maybe because shows. of the, t- yeah. the the day and age we're sitting in with the Me Too mu- mm. movement, yeah. And saying instead of just calling her something else, using that, using right. that bitch, right? So it's like instead of like she could like call call her something else right yeah i mean you know i just i just feel like you know you if you are gonna put yourself in like j-lo said that that's more of a um an opinion show yeah as opposed to a news show that's an opinion show or a gossip show and if you're gonna put yourself out there as a target you have to expect people to, to say fire things. Back. That was yeah. you, literally the and opening mantra for them forever. I wanted to get a show with five different women from right. five I mean, different so, perspective views. But I mean, I, I, I but it's the again. Same while, while maybe he, maybe he didn't have to use profanity, <laughs> right? It, it still, when he could have called her a pig th- with uh, with lipstick. Is that what Barry called her, Hillary? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna put yourself out there. You, you're gonna have to expect to get fired back at yeah. like and, and, so, and i will say that's not the worst one i mean he right. just went exactly. up with the big but c i feel like that <laughs> should be for any public official any person in the public eye like that right like, i mean i mean especially like people joy bear is controversial yeah she yeah. is she says a lot of exactly. stuff that gets a lot she's of gotten attention in, she's gotten in trouble for some of the stuff she yeah. said before yeah. because yeah. of how outrageous it was yeah. I mean, and she's backpedaled on that yes I mean. so i just feel like you know you gotta you gotta take it if you give it exactly so. and i mean if any if all else fails we're all human so exactly yeah. <laughs> this this next one excites me uh 
a movie. Now they're saying so. Let's set this up a little bit. Yeah. Um, Mama Mia. Mama Mia. Okay. For anybody who doesn't know, Mama Mia was an original story about a woman who had a baby. You know, and she was like with three different people, and she didn't know who the father was. Or but an original concept, an original story. You know, kind of a thing. But it was inspired by and led by. Uh, the music of ABBA. Yeah. So they announced recently that they're planning on doing the same type thing with the music of Prince. Yeah. Having a, a film inspired by and moved by the music, music of Prince. Yeah. Wait, we've already had a few of these. He's done a few of his no, own no, movies. No, 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 no. They're, not, they're, no they're biopic. Quick. Yeah. No, no, no. I didn't say biopic. He's done his own movies yeah, under the, the... Under the Cherry Moon and Purple yeah. Rain. But Purple, Purple Rain. Rain, everybody, I think, including his own estate, concede that that was his bio yeah. that was his life story. okay i mean purple rain was him yeah so they didn't Other even th- change the name of like apollonia and, Vanity right. and stuff i mean it was them <laughs> yeah. so and uh, morris day in the times i mean God, right. come on. and now under the cherry moon i think you could kind of argue that maybe that was a movie inspired by his music but still not so much this one is like a full out whatever the theme of this the 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 story is going to be or whatever it's going to be a singular movie just with his music being the driving okay. force behind it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not saying it's not going to be bad because <laughs> right. he's already done other movies. I just don't want to say, this is the first one inspired nah, yeah. by his music. It's like, nope, no, 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 no it's not. <laughs> don't even try that. Now. I'm excited by it, though, because I love his music. I'm yeah. a huge fan of Prince. Always yeah. have been. And I think that, you know, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be awesome. I just, I'm really excited, too, just to kind of away from the story a little bit but uh, still about prince when they announced that he has literally tens of thousands of songs yeah, in the vault exactly that were never released well that's because at uh, on his well i want to say compound but on his mansion yeah every room is mic'd yeah. for recording oh, so if he just <laughs> thought of something he yeah. wakes up and starts singing it out yeah. right to have and, it and then so, he has a recording yeah oh, wow. and, and and apparently there's there's thousands of finished songs and then unfinished or you know songs so i mean it, probably for the next 20 30 yeah. years they could put out well, albums. we were talking about well it, like, i mean it's uh, but it's, some of it wasn't good enough for him to release yeah out. but you remember though prince was like a crazy a fucking perfectionist yeah like that music's probably kick ass but for him wasn't like, good enough yeah. i mean well you have like the michael jackson tracks that were released after that were remixed right. they didn't do so great because yeah. they weren't as great as his other works the yeah. reason why he put them away in the vault yeah uh, for example of that one uh drake's sampled one of michael jackson's songs on his recent album and i did not like it at all yeah yeah. Yeah, and i'd never heard this like sample from michael jackson so it might have been like unreleased so that's why i say that well it's gonna be on your review show probably no no. uh, but i'm probably gonna take a lot of heat for this but i'm gonna say it anyway Uh i just think that prince as far as musicality and writing and and just overall better than michael jackson I, I think that michael jackson started on the downturn yeah. and when he started on the downturn the, the his his musicality yeah. his ability to write it, it just all kind of faltered it yeah. all kind of sank with with the the spiraling downturn yeah. of his life i think the last one that i actually liked was bad that album yeah like yeah and I that was know. like the last one where everything Early was kind of still okay yeah and then the the, the downward spiral just started yeah. and I think 
it all went with him. Yeah. I mean, he couldn't really sing anymore, yeah. and he couldn't, like, I just, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I just feel like where Prince, on the other hand, just kept going, Rocking. kept performing. Yeah. Kept, like, so there's no But his albums weren't point. doing as great as they used to be yeah, on but the, Prince's some of the newer album, ones. Prince's albums, were, th- that was a dispute with music companies as opposed to why, because, I mean, remember at the one point he had put Slave on his face? Yeah. He was in a big dispute with yeah. Warner Brothers. Yeah. And then he tried to do it on his own via the internet and stuff like yeah. that. And I mean, so the lackluster sales and or albums not doing as great as they once was because of all of the disputes. Well, there was also one situation where he kind of inflated one of his albums in a very sneaky way. Yeah. He was selling concert tickets, mm-hmm. and you would get an album with your concert ticket. Yeah. But oh, it wasn't wow. really that you got the album for free. It's that you were buying the album with your concert ticket, meaning meaning he was making record sales on every time you bought a ticket. Because you're like, oh, I don't care about that album, but yeah. I want to go see Prince because yeah, you're right. going to go see Prince. Right. Exactly. And then he ended up on the Billboard charts well, I mean, because he... Because, yeah. But you can't fault the, the guy for being a genius. No, that's yeah. a great <laughs> way of doing it. That is an <laughs> you know? awesome way of like making yourself fo- handle this business. Right. I mean, he's like, how do I increase record sales? <laughs> I'll include a concert ticket because everybody wants to see my ass. I right. mean, you know? Oh, my like, oh my I'm not gosh. saying that's a bad idea. Yeah. I'm just saying it's a little... Yeah, it's yeah, a little force your album out yeah. there. I feel you. Force it on the billboard. I feel you. Well, sticking with music artists and especially... Drama Queens, uh, Ariana Grande's mm. Thank You Next video breaks YouTube record for the most views in 24 hours with 50.3 million views. 50.3 million views That's in 24 hours. That's a lot. Hours. That is a yeah. lot of views. Yeah. That Okay, I, I'm... <laughs> Make fun of me if you want, but I I, I kind of liked the video. Yeah, I thought it was. It was she did a lot of little shout outs to to movies, eighties. I guess and 90s I'm the only movies. person who hasn't seen it. Man, it's, yeah. Or uh, let me say, nineties movies. Yeah, it was a lot of shout outs to nineties. Like legally movies. Blonde, like Legally Blonde and, and Mean, uh, Girls. Mean Girls, and so. Yeah. Um, I thought it was creative. Yeah, yeah. she and get uh, bring it on and bring with, it on. Yeah, uh, she takes a couple of shots at. Pete Davidson and, and Pete she, Davidson you know, and, and pretty and basically people. everybody she was yeah, with. Yeah, uh, I mean, but I think this is. I think just, it was more of like everybody else. She yeah. kind of like was saw. Supposedly, what I heard, she was a lot softer on him. Well, she was softer on him, but she still takes a shot at uh, him. Yeah, yeah. but uh, but. I, for me, I think it was probably just therapeutic for her. Yeah, she was just like, I got to get all this out. Yeah, this is what I do. I got to. Well, just I hope she like... just stays single and finds herself because well, that's, that's what the basic of music the song's is. So about. You're putting your yeah. heart out there. Yeah, yeah. You, you're getting a mind space exactly. and you create the song but... out of a situation. And usually, the most, the more emotion into it, yeah. the better yeah. it gets. Music's all, all about what charts. how you feel. Yeah. You know, you know, you brought it up though because the song is about it, and I think. It's important. We, we've talked about this with guests uh, a, a couple of times. I think in order for anyone to have a successful relationship, you have got to first be okay with yourself. With yourself you've yeah. got to love yourself. You've got to know who you are mm-hmm. as a person, yep. where you're going as a person, and you've got to be... So- because if you're not okay with yourself, you will never be okay with somebody exactly. else. So, And I think you're right. The song is about that, and I, I hope... She does just step back, take some time, yeah. say, I got to find where I'm going. Exactly. I got to find where I'm comfortable and who yeah. I am. And then exactly. I mean, she's young. We, well, we talk about all the time, child actors, yeah. like, the trouble they oh, go through and everything yeah. and becoming up in the industry. So I'm just, uh, hopefully she doesn't turn into one of those stories. Like, I hope not. Well, and she's dual. Yeah. You know, she child, not only child 
performer as far as singing, but also acting. She's kind of been that, yeah. I was talking about out. victorious and shit, right? Like, so yeah. kind of like in 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 both industries, yeah, she's exactly. kind of grown up in, and and both are beasts to grow up exactly. in. Exactly. So to have to go through both, I mean, exactly. Look, Demi Lovato, same thing. <laughs> exactly. Acting and singing, and we all know where that went. Yeah, so we talked about and Lindsay that. Lohan. Lindsay, Amanda Bynes, Amanda, like, uh, yeah, like, I mean, just Amanda Bynes now. Oh man, we can just guess, keep on. With the yeah, just going <laughs> down Amanda Bynes kind of like okay now though. Yeah, kinda, like just yeah, she seems to be fine. Well, I think she did what we were just talking about. She stepped away, realized mm-hmm. she was totally. Well, she went fucked, to jail, and yeah. like and said, "I gotta find me." Yeah, I'm just like. I'm exactly. fucked up. I gotta find me. But there's that pressure. It's being put into a pressure cooker, turned on high, mm-hmm. and there's no release valve. There is no way to get away from everybody. Right. I, like Lindsay Lohan, she's doing great because she went to Greece and opened a club. Yeah. But is she though? She uh, is she doing That's what great? I've heard. She's been. I mean, well, I've heard she's doing better because she yeah. stepped away she from the light. She says I mean, she's doing. I mean, we've seen a lot of stuff. She just has. She has a Netflix show. I think she does. on Netflix right she now. Does. So I mean, I haven't watched it. I mean, from the. Tra- Trailer, she yeah. looks kind of rough, yeah. but maybe that's all just from and I mean, okay, the years to be of fair, partying. Though, let's, be, let's be equal opportunity. Yeah. We're not just dogging w- women here, uh, like Drake Bell, and like yeah. I mean, there there numerous. Exactly. Let's see. You know, Danny Bonaduce. Yeah, Danny Bonaduce. Exactly. <laughs> oh, um, David who's, Cassidy. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, his, the kid the, from Zach, uh, Zach and Cody. Uh, uh, Freaking Dylan Sprouse, or? Dylan Sprouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think Cole Sprouse. Because Cole Sprouse is like everywhere right now. He's about to put yeah. out another. Well, movie. Dylan's kind of making a comeback though. Is he? He's yeah, kinda, he's yeah to come I think back. he's kind of been. Yeah. you know, shifting and coming back. But. Yeah, I think I saw a story with him. He has like his own ale company or some shit. Yeah, it's like, out yeah. of um, I think New York. Yeah, yeah. Like, I just I think a lot or of it, up in that area, New York, the, Pennsylvania. Yeah, in that area he has his own little yeah, beer brewery. I think a lot of it comes down to though, and we've talked about this before too. Who you surround yourself with? Yeah. Who? Well, McKelly Culkin, like yeah, I mean, going McCall- back. Oh God, McCully. Yeah, not a good idea to surround yourself with Michael Jackson. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but uh, anyway, like yeah, I mean, you know, because there are plenty who have done just fine, yeah. who have come through it exactly. and been like, you know, made it to the transition to adulthood and are okay. Mm-hmm. I just think there's a difference, you know, with. Who you surround yourself with, yeah. who your people are. Well, let's talk about the originals, Mary Kate and Ashley. Yeah. Oh my well, gosh. one half. Or hey, Drew, Barrymore. Very successful. Or Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. I mean, yeah, Barrymore. she went down That's a right. crazy yeah. track. I mean, but she she's about, fine now. She talked about yeah. fucking, you know, doing drugs, smoking like weed, and 50, cocaine. Yeah, like, at eight? Yeah, at eight. Yeah, like, that's what it Jesus. was. Like, I mean, she was like, and, you know. Yeah, it was so crazy. Yeah. Goodness gracious! I mean, it's yeah. a it's it can be very fun, but it can be a dark place too. Yeah, the industry. Yeah, in the whole, industry. It, it's, it, it's well, it's sure. all dependent. And again, like you said, it's all who you're surrounding yourself with. Exactly. And the same thing doesn't even happen in the industry. It happens out in the regular world too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If Absolutely. you're hanging around with a bunch of people, all they want to do is get high yeah. and escape from their lives. Exactly. That's what's going to happen unless yeah. you get away away from those people who mm-hmm. want to be addicted and wants to stay exactly. there because they'll bring you down too. Mm-hmm. If they just want to keep doing the drugs, you enablers, gotta just let them go man. and yeah. get away from them. If you surround yourself with enablers and people who are gonna ride your yeah. money train and yeah. just keep telling you, well, yes we and watched that in shit. Bohemian Rhapsody. We went yeah. and saw it. Freaking what's his face? Paul Peter. What? It's his name started with a P, but yeah. it was just taking control of Freddie Mercury yeah. the whole time and, and like and, and just. I mean, you. <laughs> Got to be careful. Yeah, you, I mean, people will use you and abuse you. And exactly. What's the old phrase? It's um, who you surround yourself with. You uh, are who you associate yourself. Yeah, with. yeah. You are who you associate yourself yeah. with. So yeah. I mean, that's. Well, plus two, I think it a lot of it goes into 
who you are when you start. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like if you're in a good place with yourself and you know who you are yeah. and you're confident in, in life and you are okay with your, you're going in strong and you're going to be well, okay. Well, that's why it's so hard for kid performers exactly. because they don't know who they, they don't are have yet. Their identity they yet. have exactly. no idea what's going on yeah. everything's being the made world. for so them so when someone comes up who's yeah. lying and says oh, i can do this for you exactly. i can do that you're, you're like, like okay oh, cool. yeah. well, in, in in some unfortunate cases i mean it's their parents yeah who are enabling and uh, yeah. stealing their money exactly. and like doing i mean macaulay you know. coconut is i guess his dad was a complete dick yeah like like, like i mean so danny baiducci since we already i i said it i love saying his name um <laughs> He was getting abused and beaten, had oh, a wow. terrible home yeah. life. The actors who were working with him were taking him home on weekends because they were so worried about him being well, okay. with his yeah. family you know, and, during and, the week um, or during the weekend. Different strokes. All the kids on different strokes. Todd Bridges, Gary Coleman, yeah. and uh, Dana, Dana, yeah. whatever. She, I mean, they, they all died. Yeah. Except, well, Todd's kind of cleaned himself up now, but they were all in yeah. fucking trouble. I mean, it's, th- it's so just crazy. Yeah, it's nuts. Mm-hmm. It really is nuts, yeah. but so but, on a lighter note. On a light, lighter note. <laughs> yeah, so wow, the... that got deep on Ariana Grande. <laughs> uh, huh? Wow, like, damn. Hootie and the Blowfish are yeah. coming back, baby. Oh man, they're getting back together to record a new album and then go on tour. It's been over a decade since these guys have been man, back together. Yeah, yeah. Hootie, don't call me Hootie. Yeah, <laughs> Darius, don't call me Hootie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He went on a little solo country thing. Yeah. Like you know, well, you can I mean, hear it music. if you listen to Hootie and the Blowfish. You can kind of hear it. Yeah, a little, little bit twang, of little little twang little in there. Can, by the way, have you ever heard that whole thing though? He's like, like I am not Hootie. No, that's really. Not, that's yeah, not the my name. name. Hootie and the Blowfish. They, they they had this big old long thing, and for like years in interviews, he would be like, "I'm not Hootie." Yeah. Hootie and the Blowfish. It, it, it means something name. else. It's just the name, but yeah. I am not Hootie. Uh, yeah. They are not the Blowfish. It's just the name of the. So yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> but so fuck it, he's funny. Hootie to me. Yeah, I'm like, exactly. And, you know, so. But I mean, I'm really, excited. the only. All right, so we're going to knock off Darius Rocker Darius for interview. Rocker, no, like, no, I mean uh, that's so funny. But really, the only song that I remember from his quote unquote country days was uh, "Wagon Reel." Yeah, uh, that re- yeah, was, yeah, isn't that even in a remake? So that's a it's a it's a cover. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean uh, he I guess because he there's had... a ton of country artists and then also a ton yeah. of punk rock artists love to do wagon oh, wheel. Shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean I guess he had a pretty successful run though. I mean yeah. he, he put out a few albums yeah. and like you know I guess but, he did. But pretty you good, think but... I don't want to call him the Blowfish, but you think the rest of the group was like, hey, um, it's time to. Make that money. I, I do. Uh, I, I think I think residuals were drying up, and yeah. they're like, "Yo, bro, that's yeah. it's been a fun country experiment, yeah. but um, uh, we're starving." Yeah, you know. Uh, but I mean, they they had a huge fan base. Yeah. I mean, they were huge yeah. back in the day. So, and I'm excited. I, I mean, I like Hootie and the yeah. Bluefish. I, I love their music. I and must I'm, say, you know, I've never even heard a single song from Hootie oh, and oh. I only want to be with you uh, like, nothing oh come on nothing. I guarantee if we played some songs <laughs> you'd be like that was them what? that was them I you mean, know, maybe, you've heard the songs maybe yeah. no, we'll have to we'll have to but yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a show now we should have is like we start get it, we're introduced J-Lo <laughs> into music <laughs> and movies he hasn't we'll seen we'll do a name that tune edition name it'll be fantastic oh, name this God. tune and who did it that's that, funny that would be freaking hysterical hell yeah so but look I mean you know cause he I just think that the the 
the way even our podcast has kind of evolved and everything, you know, we're talking about movies inspired by Prince music and Ariana Grande doing acting and singing. And you really are seeing this like culmination of all of the, the thing just coming together. Yeah. It's all now just one industry, it is. you know, film, television, music, yeah. digital, like it's all just like all really coming together. Exactly. And I, I think that's why you're seeing these mergers of all the big companies. Now they're all slowly realizing with this it's is a group all package. Group yeah. Package like, type thing. Cause I mean, Netflix oh. has been doing that with the music and yeah. Uh, well, Disney's been doing it from Disney. the get go. Disney yeah. used to not at all hire outside musicians yeah. Yeah. and music yeah. for their movies. They were making, it all in house, yeah. Like when they did Daft Punk, I was really surprised they brought Daft Punk in for a Tron Legacy. Yeah, oh, a perfect choice. Yeah, but they brought them in mm-hmm. to do it. It that was a rare thing. Yeah, usually Netflix. they had their own people in their own pocket. Like yeah, George Gershwin was mostly known for right. a Disney uh, musician. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Netflix, uh, it's funny because Netflix and Disney always seem like they're at war with each other. But <laughs> Netflix has got a great documentary on there right now called Walt. Yeah, I and saw that. Yeah, it's it's um, a documentary that was done by his daughter, who recently passed away, by the way. Um, Aww. But it's oh, it's just a fantastic. I watched it the other day, and I mean, it's basically Walt from the beginning yeah. coming up, and it says about how the the buying of the Burbank Studios oh, wow. and like the building, and yeah. during the war. They moved in troops in yeah. there to build stuff in their oh, studios shit. and stuff. And they had to lay off a lot of the people because yeah. they had to house the troops oh, and everything. Wow. And they got a lot of the troops who got so interested in the, what he was doing. Yeah. They wanted to be producers. And they were actually oh, wow. helping him pick scenes for films yeah. and like do the kind of... It was, I mean, just a really, really interesting. And wow. they go into the whole reason that he built Disneyland and yeah. the reason that you know Epcot... And a lot of people don't realize that while Epcot didn't come first with Walt Disney World, it was the main concept for Walt Disney oh, World. Oh, wow, really? Was Epcot. Yeah. And it was supposed to be a community that ever evolved, yeah. would consistently keep changing. Yeah. And always, and so, like, that was what Disney World started off intending to be wow. was just Epcot. Dude, I and love Epcot. Became, that was honestly my favorite part of Disney World. Yeah. So. And, 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 so it just, if you get a chance, watch it. It's yeah. Walt. And I mean, it's a, it's a fantastic fantastic uh documentary hell yeah hell yeah okay so speaking of fantastic uh our guest i guess emily peachy emily peachy emily peachy yeah you guys have no doubt seen emily peachy yeah if you have seen anything in recent you know time 13 reasons why i mean if you even follow us she's one of the actors that we met out in la one time absolutely yeah absolutely she's just like got to be one of the nicest people we have ever met yeah Uh, yeah, aside from being unbelievably talented and and she's been in all of these different things as an actor she she's just one of the nicest people you will ever meet yeah she has this amazing outlook on life Mm -hmm. and and the way she approaches it and she's a go-getter yeah we're we're gonna tell you a little bit of story about 13 reasons why with her we're gonna get into it with her. Wait till you hear this. She is a go getter. Yeah. Um, which I really love. I just love her approach. And and she she likes wine. That's she's true. A, she's, a, so, <laughs> she's so you're a fan. I'm a fan. Uh, she, yeah. uh, her and I share a passion for um apothic wine. Yeah. Uh so mm, yeah, we're really wine. happy about that. But um and <laughs> like funny. we said, like we teased at the top of the show, uh, we're gonna get her to join in in the top five. Yeah. I'm really curious yeah. to see what her, her top, top five, five animals. Yeah, animals are. It's gonna be interesting. So uh let's give her a call. Yeah. Okay. Hi. Hi. How are you? How are you guys? Good. How are you guys? Oh, we're, oh, we're awesome. Doing amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Having a good oh, time like always. 
You guys always have the best time. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> we really do. We really, well, we're really excited to have you on the show because Seriously. You about know, time, to be honest. Yeah, for real, right? About wow, time. you guys. I'm so excited to be on. Seriously. Yes. Well, first, Very let us just part. say thank you so much for always being such a huge fan. I mean, it was so awesome when we came out there and met you in LA, and you were like literally bringing up things from previous shows. Yeah. Like, we love the fact that you're a fan of the oh. show and that you listen, and yeah. that I mean, we couldn't thank you enough for that. Oh, that's so sweet. No, I love you guys. I love your energy. You guys are like so positive all the time and like just so passionate. And I love it. I love it. Well, ditto. We were just literally talking about that in your intro about yeah. your outlook on life and your approach. And you're always so happy and go getter and positive. And so ditto. We feel the same way about you. Um, oh, that's so nice. I don't know about you, but I'm drinking uh, wine, Emily. <laughs> Drinking, uh, he's already like, drunk. I was like, Emily's going to be like on the show. I have style. to have wine. I like it. I wish I was drinking wine right now, but unfortunately, it's like 1 o'clock here. Uh, so that's like, true. That's, that's true. true. Hey, hey, hey. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Uh, there you go, Chris. There you go. Like, you're oh. in the clear. You're in the clear. Me, it's a little questionable. But yeah, I yeah you're, you're right. You're right. All right, so I know we're normally apothic, but I'm telling you, I, I'm trying this new stuff today called Menage a Trois. And it, <laughs> oh, well, I love it. Yeah, it's fantastic. I, I, I hadn't tried it before, but it, it's delicious so if you he bought it just it, for the it. name that's literally <laughs> saw Ooh, i like this name i did not <laughs> just buy it for the name come on you know i love my cheap wine that sounds good that that's right so good. okay so you brought it up cheap wine so let's just jump right into it mad dog are you orange jubilee or grape <laughs> Jeez. Okay, I'm not a Mad Dog fan, but I've gotten really into like the Gallo family. The kind oh, of thing yeah. Like, yeah. gallon is like four bucks. It's and I'm like, four it's bucks. so amazing. It's so great. It is. It's, I mean, it's, it's so, economical. I'm about it. That's right. Sometimes you just need a good cheap wine. Exactly. I mean, you just need to do it. You just want to buy it by Honestly, the gallon. I don't know the difference. Now I've gotten so used to cheap wine. I don't know the difference between good wine and not good wine. Honestly, <laughs> well, so does the experts. The experts can't distinguish. Yeah, no, what, literally, literally guys, what were we just talking about early on before we started recording the show? I was saying the same thing. It's like I go out and when I go to these functions and everything, I'm drinking like these $30 glasses of wine which or $1,000 bottles of wine and stuff. And then I come home and drink my $12 and I'm like, you know, they taste exactly the same to me. I don't understand. Like, I, I couldn't right? tell the difference. I, I seriously couldn't. So... My parents want to get me a wine class because they think that I'm like not educated on wine, and I'm not. But like, <laughs> I'm not, I like though. it that way. They're like, "That's what we're getting you for Christmas because you can't just like keep drinking apothic." I'm like, "What's wrong with that? I'm yeah, apothic lifestyle. It's fine." Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Let me live. I, don't, I don't know about you, and I I promise to all the listeners we're going to get into an actual interview here right. in a second. No. But I don't know about you, but have you seen like the four foot tall wine glass from Costco? I totally want that. Like, I need oh, that. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> Everybody's like. No, you put corks in it. And I actually like bit on it. Yes, like, see? Oh. Yeah. Everybody's like, you, you yeah. put corks in it. And I'm like, no, you fill it. What are you talking oh my about? Gosh. You put corks oh, you in fill it. it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we can get real industry and go get some uh, cupola wine. There you go, right? <laughs> All right, so for all the listeners out there who don't know, uh, Emily is a very talented actress. She's been in all kinds of stuff. I'm sure you guys have seen The Fault of Our Stars, American Pastoral, Abducted, Veep, 13 Reasons Why, just so many amazing projects. Are you doing an intro again? Uh, is no, that what you're doing? I guess you know, kind of saying. I want to take it away from wine a little bit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but so... What we want to do is kind of like introduce you a little bit to the listeners uh, who might not be familiar with you and kind of start off about telling them about how you got into acting and, um, 
you, you know, a little bit about your background of how you got into it. So was it something you always kind of wanted to do uh, acting yeah. or did you kind of fall into it or let's talk a little bit about that. Well, it was actually a little bit of both. Um, when I was growing up, I always did like school plays and um, I had, you know, a local agent when I was growing up. I grew up in Virginia and, um, you know, I did I did like little local reenactment shows and commercials and things growing up. And then I went to college and um, I my degree was in broadcast journalism and communication. So yeah. I kind of took like a similar path, but not completely acting related. Yeah. And then I, um, I kind of wanted a fallback plan there and still did a little bit of acting on the side. And then after college, I decided to go to law school. And on my first day of law school, I booked The Fault in Our Stars, oh, which wow. was, I took it as a sign. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I, I want to take this year off and I want to, you know, just do the whole acting thing. I'm never going to get a chance to do it again. I can always go back to law school. Literally um, deferred law school on my lunch break, went to the dean and deferred and told my dad after after school. And um, yeah, that's kind of how it went. That must have been a very brave conversation to yeah, have right? there. Yeah, how'd dad take I that? Mean, I asked my mom to do it. I was like, mom, <laughs> you know, deferred. Definitely. And like, can you tell dad? She was like, wait, what? I and mean, it's noon. Like, you didn't even make it through a half a day. I was like, I know, <laughs> but like, this is a sign. I'm telling it's you. It's a I'm sign. Oh my gosh, that's epic. Yeah, that exactly. Epic. I mean, you only live one. Once, right yolo yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i love that though broadcast journalism and communication yeah and law you know brains and beauty and i mean that's awesome yeah um yeah. So, yeah well congrats on that and we're gonna talk a little bit because you've got some interesting stuff on the resume that we definitely want to talk about so um one of the things we wanted to bring up though because when we were out in la and we were talking to you and everything there was like this epic story you told us about 13 reasons why yes and how you ended up being on 13 reasons why so why don't, why don't you tell that story because i think that is epic Oh, so I was just a fan of the show. I literally was just a fan of the show. I It's one of my favorite shows probably ever um, of all time. I just think it's so brilliantly done and everything about it is perfect. So after the first season came out, I was like, I got to see where it's filming and see if I could, you know, get on it or whatever. So I saw that it was filming in Northern California and I was in um, Los Angeles. So I uh, just signed up with like local casting directors in um in that area and um they called me called me on for you know to do um you know a scene or two um of background which was cool it was awesome it was so much fun i i, I love that though and you like drove up to san francisco yeah right, right? Like, oh yeah yeah you made the six hour i really was just a fan i just wanted to be a part of it and you know it was it was so cool um it was honestly like you know living like a like a dream i was like wow this is so weird like this is liberty high this is weird (laughs) (laughs) but i i just love the go get them attitude i'm like okay i'm a huge fan of the show and i want to be on it so what do i have to do i'm gonna track every single person down absolutely and like i'm used to having you know like i mean i've obviously like done background like back in the day but um, you know, I, uh, I was like, I don't even care if like I have lines. I don't, I don't care. I just want to be, I just want to be part of this, you know, I just want right. to see it. So that's, that's how that kind of came about. It was really one of the coolest experiences ever. Cause I'm just such a fan of the show. That's so cool. That's so cool. So yeah. I, I just, like I said, for all the listeners out there who are trying to bust into the industry and do things, I mean, I, I think that's the perfect attitude to have. If you want it, you got to go get it. Cause nobody's going to give it to you. It. 
You know, you, yeah. I mean, you, you got to go after what you want and you yeah. got to be aggressive about it. And, and I, I, you know, it just pays off when, when you do it. Uh, I just I love that. I love that story. And yeah, I mean, you, OK, so you, you've worked with uh, some pretty some pretty interesting names. I know all of our female listeners and I, I wish Tavia and Emily were here today because they would be just all over it. But Michael B. Jordan and Taylor Lawton and like, I mean, all these people that you've worked with, like talk about that a little bit. What's it like to work? I mean, Michael B. Jordan is just exploding right now. Yeah, I've, I've never actually worked with Michael B, but I've met him, and he was on the show The Wire that was, like, one of my favorites oh, ever, yeah. and I've some of the people, obviously, on The, the Wire, uh, but he is amazing. He's obviously gorgeous. He's so talented. He's killing it. He really is he such really a talent. Is. Seriously. Um, and then I've been lucky enough to work with, like, you know, every every hot guy in Hollywood. <laughs> like, I seem to just, like, get to work with, which is so awesome like every every like gorgeous like teen idol kind of thing is um that's like i've gotten to work with and i've just been so lucky for that yeah that that that's awesome so do you have a particular genre that you really like because i mean the resume is kind of spread out with all different types of stuff um do you have a particular one that you like more comedy or drama or i mean one that you tend to lean towards you know what? I don't. I'm kind of all over the board with that, and I think it's kind of fun to um, explore um, all genres and you know just to show your range and like, hey, I can do comedy and I can do drama, and I think you know I think it's fun to do everything. I think it's really really fun to explore the different categories. But um, yeah, I don't have a preference at all. I like it all. That's awesome. That's, yeah, that that's awesome. So well, good. Uh, and and you have range. I mean, if for anybody who like said who's seen you in, in in all of the stuff that you've been in, you you do show a range. I mean, from comedy to horror to action, yeah. and and you can kind of do it all. And I think that has a lot to do with your background too. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, what, what I guess. What challenges have you found? So let, let's talk about this a little bit with because we, we had this in the industry news a little bit earlier. And I mean, it's kind of been a thing that that's been developing and ongoing and doesn't seem to be going away anytime soon. Um, the Me Too movement, has it kind of uh, a, a, changed your approach about how you do things or how you've gone after uh, auditions or um, affected you in any way of, of your your process and, and what you're trying to do with your career? You know, um, I, I've never like had any experiences like that personally. So, um, which is, which is great, but, um, it's such a, such a sad thing. Um, it's, you know, it's interesting all the stuff that's like coming out about it, but personally I've never experienced it, which I'm so thankful for. Yeah, that's good. Um, so, you know, I think that's good. And I'm like counting my blessings every day that I've never, you know, been in that situation. Cause I think it would be just so difficult. Absolutely. Have you seen a change in the way maybe the industry approaches now a change in the auditioning process or I mean because you know everybody talks about how the industry now that it's been exposed is is working to make changes to make it so that it stops happening right. have you seen that have you seen a movement to where it's actually seeing change within the industry you know, I'm sure it is. I, again, like I haven't seen it personally, mm -hmm. um, just because I haven't ever seen anything like sketchy happen right. like, personally. So I haven't really noticed like a change cause I haven't really experienced like the sketchy part of it, but, um, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure it is. I, I really am, especially now, like I, 
Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it is. I, I just haven't seen it personally, but I, I'm sure. It well, just could be that it's more safeguards. Like, there right. was already people doing it correctly inside. There's just certain yeah. shady sides, and maybe they're putting more safeguards into it, and she hasn't seen that. Right. Well, yeah, it, or it, it was I a mean, good yeah, side. I think it has a lot to do, too, with who you surround yourself with and, and the Definitely. people that are involved in your career. And uh, so I think it does. And thankfully, you haven't. So we're glad right. to hear that. Um, another thing I know, I know another thing that's huge in the industry right now and is, is playing a lot, um, social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. How, how has that been? Hey, do you place a lot of importance now on social media? Do you find that, that it's relevant for when you're doing auditions and stuff? Are you asked, do you have this many followers or does that play a role in what you're trying to do when you're getting or going for roles? Yeah, you know, um, even in the past, just like five years, that's really changed a lot. Um, when I would go into an audition or an agent meeting or whatever, I was never asked about social media. And now, um, you know, it's a pretty common question in any meeting or um, audition I go into. They ask, you know, how many followers do you have? Are you verified? Um, what platforms are you on? So I think it is I'm really trying to step up my social media game because I naturally am not really active on it but um i need to get i need to get better on that because it really is you know changing the game and it's um you know the whole like age of like influencers and all of that stuff and you know these people are getting signed by huge agents and getting movie deals based on you know follower count yeah right and um it's so important i really do think it is and if you have you know a million followers companies come to you and you know ask you to advertise it's like you know it's it's the perfect, um, you know, ad- advertising. So yeah. it's uh, it's definitely important. I definitely need to get better at it because I'm not. <laughs> at all. Well, I mean, I, I, but. I, I will say though that the posts that you make and the things that you do share, they're fun and they, and they yeah. are. It is content that people enjoy seeing. Yeah, uh, you did recently huh. get the blue check mark. You are verified, so that must um, be, that yeah. has to be the hard. That's the hardest step it seems nowadays. It used to used to not yeah. be right? that you hard. Now it's to get the that hardest. blue check mark. Yeah, it's so. so stressful. No, it's awesome. Like I love it, but like now I'm like, oh my gosh, now I need to stop posting like stupid stuff. Like now I need to like step up my game for real. It has to be good. Like. You know, I don't know. Some of the stupidest stuff is the most viewed stuff That's out there true. on the platforms, too. Like, my life is too all over the place to have an aesthetic on Instagram. I just can't do it. No, <laughs> it's understood. It's understood. It's I just... mean, some of the posts, though, if anybody's not following you on Instagram, they have to go follow you on Instagram. You, The trips that you take and these things, that they, the photographs that you post are just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, they should be I following I've a lot of wacky trips. I love to explore, so I, like, definitely go on to the most exotic, like, not yeah. exotic, but, like, just the weirdest places oh Definitely without doubt well, yeah i vicariously lived through you so many times when you post these pictures i was like i have got to go to this yeah place. like from joshua's yeah. tree and yeah. those places like yeah she yeah. finds the coolest place and I, I still to this day i still think the most epic pick is that sunset pick uh, uh at, at the, the observatory. observatory yeah that's oh like, yes oh my gosh my mom took that i'll tell you you said that because she will be thrilled oh my gosh <laughs> oh. yeah it is like just an absolutely yeah. amazing photograph didn't, didn't you get to ask to leave after that <laughs> i got like almost thrown out oh my yeah. gosh <laughs> But it was totally so worth, worth it. it. Yeah, totally oh. worth it. There was a guy doing like parkour, like on the on the railings there, oh. and they didn't care at all. And what they the like, were yelling at me for taking a picture. I was like, "There's literally a guy like flipping." Yeah. Off <laughs> well, the structure. It, it's just like being the slowest speeder on the highway. They can get that guy and That's pull him right. over. They can't touch that kid because they can't catch him. That's but right. But they can catch you. <laughs> 
that is hilarious. Yeah. So, um, okay, let, let's talk a little bit about uh, about the the growing up because some of the things that really stuck out to me. Uh, first and foremost, I, w- I, w- I want to talk about you fronted a band as a lead singer when you were eleven. Oh my gosh! No, I went to I went to this like camp. When, um, oh my gosh, how did you guys know that? That's so funny. Because <laughs> Dustin and J-Lo research. here, yeah. they go We're deep diving. That. I need to, like, take that down. No, um, yeah, when I was, I was, like, 11, I went to this, this camp where you, like, formed a band. And they so, would, like, like, this one at time at band camp? Yeah. <laughs> it was, like, one time at band camp, yeah. Oh, no. Um, but, yeah, and I, like, fronted this band, and I did it with my friend, and she had another band, and then she didn't want to, she didn't want to sing in front of people, so I actually ended up fronting her band, too. So it was, like, it was very funny. Wow. Wow. So, so okay. You, uh, That's a story I've heard many a times. Yeah. It's the same bandmates. There's, like, 1,800 bands, and there's, like, the same five guys. So, so when do we get to hear Emily sing? Right. That's my, that's Never. My... It was so bad. <laughs> Never. Like, I want to be a singer so bad, it's not even funny, but, like, I, I cannot do do it. Uh, no, I, I'm telling you. The I next don't know. Time, in this day and age, you can get some uh, vocal tuning well, and some good too, right? sound experts. But I'm you telling you. There. I'm telling you. When I'm out there next, we are going. and We're going to do some karaoke. Oh, we'll do karaoke for sure. There you go. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. yeah. that, that sounds like a but plan like, right there. We, we, we'll get so we'll get some cheap wine and then we'll go do karaoke. It'll be awesome. There you go. <laughs> and then Instagram will have like a, a field day. Night. That's right. That's right. Okay. An- another one that that was extremely interesting. You actually did crew in high school. You rode, which I did. That's yes. impressive because that is not an easy thing to do. It's intense. It is very intense. Um, basically, I was bad at every single sport there is. <laughs> so um, my parents were like, "Try, try crew," and I was actually like not horrible at it. So. Um, <laughs> You know, I kind of did that just for a while just because, um, yeah, I, I really did need a sport. I really did. I didn't suck at. And that was it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the, the one the one you don't suck at is like one of the hardest ones to do. That's like that's it's just, really hard. I guess really I mean, hard. just the upper body strength you have to have alone just to do that is insane. I mean, I, I just kudos. It's, kudos to it's that. Really I, intense and it's, a, it's a cool sport. Not a lot of schools have it. Not a lot of places have it. So, I mean, it was it was definitely kind of a cool sport to be a part of. But, uh, yeah, very intense. Absolutely. And you did a little gymnastics and a little swimming, right? Very bad at swimming. But, yes, I was there. Um, <laughs> gymnastics I was okay at when I was, like, little. And I loved doing it. But, um, you know, also when I started getting more into acting as I got a little bit older, um, all of those things kind of went by the wayside. And I focused more on, on the acting stuff. So, um, yeah. Awesome. So, so what, um, I guess, do you have a, a, a area where you prefer stage or film or television, or do you just like to do a little bit of all of it? Or do you have an area where you would like to focus on more like film or television or stage or? Well, I think the dream, um, would be to be a series regular on a show. I just think that would be awesome. Just like schedule wise and just like, you know, logistics wise, that would be awesome. And just to have a recurring job, that would be, you know, so nice. But I think there's stuff to gain from everything. I mean, obviously with like stage, you know, can help you with, with memorizing, you have to memorize the entire thing. And, you know, that's kind of cool. And it's, it's cool to see, you know, get that instant reaction from the audience and see what people think um, right then and there. But then, you know, film and television is great. You can redo it a million times. I've 
never actually been on a, a soap opera, but you know, those like I've heard are a totally different ball game and they move really quick and there's a ton of dialogue. So that's something I would like to try too, because I feel like that would really hone the memorization skills and uh, all that good stuff. So yeah, I, would, I would, would like to try that. Yeah. We, yeah. we had Eric Braden on the show and he said they do around like 75 to 80 pages a day. Like yeah, it's yeah. insane. It's insane. That's gotta that be nuts. That is so crazy. And I've heard that they stand like in a really close like square, like really close together. Yeah. Um, I do want to. I I would like to experience that because I've heard it's totally different than just regular you know television or film. So I would I would like to try that. Yeah, I I, I would guess if you, if you can get through that, you yeah. you gotta you gotta do pretty well everywhere else. I would think. Yes. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's insane to that type of an environment and that many pages a day. It's just gotta be nuts. There's so many episodes too. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but boy, they—I they, mean, you get—you get a good character. You're on there forever. I mean, yeah, it's honestly. a good—it's a good gig to get. Yeah. Um, Victor Newman, like thirty plus years. Like, <laughs> exactly. It's exactly. insane. So okay, another little interesting piece, which I, I think the listeners will will really find interesting. You actually interned at the White House. Yes. Yes. How that awesome was that? Weird. That was during the Obama administration. That was during the Obama administration. Yes, this was like summer 2011, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Summer 2011. Um, yes, it was the coolest job ever. I mean, it was awesome. It was, I have no idea how I got it, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, well, it was, uh, what, correspondence, right? I was in correspondence. I was in greetings. I was in the greetings department. So we would um, uh, sign off on like birthday cards, on hundred birthday cards, on anniversary cards, and all that good stuff, um, and send them out. But uh, yeah, it was it was the coolest job. It really was. And then once a week, we would go on like the hotline to all of the people coming or calling into the White House with their concerns, and it was definitely interesting to hear some of the concerns of the American people. And it was it was one of the most interesting jobs I've ever had. For I imagine. Sure. And I mean, like, I mean, just the honor of being able to, to, to be at the White House and serve at the White House has, has got to be. Yeah, that, that's really cool. Yeah. Congratulations. I, I mean, that's impressive. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was fun. And, you know, I got really close with the other interns. I think there were only seven of us. So um, it was pretty it was really cool. Um, and we've stayed close ever since then. And, you know, they're such a great group of people. It was a very, very cool experience. Wow. So, OK, so <sighs> L.A. and Virginia, that's got, had to have been quite the culture shock, huh? Yeah, seriously. Yes, it really was. Um, yes, L.A. is a whole other world. It really is. Um, I've lived in uh, Virginia, and then after that I lived in Pennsylvania, and then I went from there to L.A. And, yeah, L.A. is a whole other ballgame. It's a totally different world. Um, just the stuff that, you know, goes on and the people, and, you know, it's great. It's I, I mean, I love L.A. I absolutely love it, but it's just, it's very different. But uh, there's so much to do here. Yeah. There, you know, there are all the best restaurants, all of the coolest stuff, all the coolest stores. It's always in L.A. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, I, I do get a little spoiled like when i go back home you know so i'm like wait they don't have this place here that's right here, and it's always in la you know <laughs> exactly so, yeah you're gonna have yeah. to show us the so holes in the wall place. we're about to we're about to make the move out there you're gonna have to show us some hole in the wall places that's right oh my gosh yes when are you guys coming out uh beginning of the year sometime between january and february we'll be making the move out there so yep. 
That is so exciting. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you guys. Oh, oh yeah, we, we, we can't wait. And uh, we feel the same way, though. Every time we're there, we're like, this is just amazing. Yeah. They, they're just the culture and the architecture. And like you said, they just have things there and do things there that you just can't see anywhere yeah. else. It's every, amazing. Every time, every time it's harder and harder to come back to Mississippi. Like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sure that's a culture shock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, you have no idea. No idea. <laughs> they don't even know what a double story building is here. Like, Seriously. You know, they, oh, no. Oh, come <laughs> on. No. Uh, Biloxi. We're down in the Gulf Coast. Right on the so. coast. Right on the water. Yeah. Okay. I filmed in Mississippi um, a couple years ago, and I loved it. I filmed in Jackson. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, the capital. Yeah. That's where a sound guy's working at now. The, yeah, yeah, that's right. I picked up, up a job up there at the uh, convention center. That's cool. Yeah, it, yeah, I, mean, I loved it. Yeah, it's it's nice. I mean, I won't say it's it, it, it's not nice. Yeah, it's just the coast is definitely the best part. Absolutely, <laughs> like, yeah. absolutely. And we're like two hours away from New Orleans, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah I mean, we, we. Yeah, I do spend a lot. Of time yeah, a lot Orleans. of time in New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> so that we won't complain about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay so let, let's talk a little bit um because we have a lot of listeners here who are are trying to get into the industry and and uh one of the great things about all of our guests is that they they really do kind of uh lend some experience and some advice and stuff so what advice would you give anyone who's trying to make it as an actor or as an actress in the industry um what would you suggest or advice that you would have and then maybe also some pitfalls and stuff to look out for and avoid trying to make trying to make the transition or trying to get into it honestly i would say i mean this is so cliche but just like hustle 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 um you know try to do as much as you can um try to you know get in acting classes and take classes from different teachers and different styles i think that's so helpful yeah um sometimes you know you'll get a teacher and they'll be like don't study anywhere else because it'll confuse you or like whatever i think it's great to try all different acting classes all different styles see what works for you just so you have that background and that knowledge i think that is um is really important and just to you know give it time like don't don't anything i've had a lot of friends that come out to la and they're like if i'm not a series regular in three months i'm going home you know and this stuff takes time it builds right you know it takes a while to kind of like find your place and um you know get with an agent or a manager that works with you and works well for you Mm -hmm. so um also just give it time but always always hustle always stay on the grind um there's always something you can be doing whether it's getting new headshots or taking classes or you know self-submitting whatever it is and there's always always something you can do exactly and doing multiple things industry is it's never boring there's always something to do exactly exactly when doing multiple things at once like you can go to a class and still be auditioning for things oh exactly oh yeah i mean usually you're doing like 20 things at once. exactly yeah it's Never, never a dull moment, but, um, yeah, it's always, always keep, you know, thinking outside of the box, like what can I be doing? What, you know, what could get me ahead? I think that's all always a really good plan. What would you say to the people who are scared to take the leap? Like you, we hear it so often about people who want to do it, but they're, but they're terrified to leave the comfort zone and actually go to LA because they think they're going to, the, it's just somehow going to break them. And it, yeah. it just, what would you say to people? I mean, that, that 
to encourage them to make that leap. I mean, it is oh, possible, just right? Just do it. Just do it. Like with me, um, I think for maybe like a year before I came to LA, I was like, should I do it? Should I not? Should I do it? And then one day, um, actually the day that I was in law school, <laughs> I drove to the airport after class. I packed up my stuff, got a place sight unseen for four months or for four weeks for a month and just went to LA, bought a one-way ticket. And that was, and then I never came back. I got my place for four weeks and I was like, I'll just try it out. If I hate it, who cares? It's four weeks and ended up loving it and never looked back. That's so, amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. I love that. A one-way ticket and you know the the one thing though that that really stands out in, in that whole thing, I, and I love the one way ticket and all that. But what you said is, eh, if it doesn't work out, it's four weeks. I just go back. Exactly. I think that's exactly. the thing we try to tell people all the time. It's like, what's the worst that can happen? You come back to the life that you had before. Yeah. At least, exactly. I mean, nothing's gonna change. Everything's still gonna be there. Like it's. You, you lose nothing and you can gain everything. Exactly. And I didn't know a single person. I didn't have an agent. Like it was, it was really weird. And it was so exciting. Like I was, it was weird for me because I wasn't even scared. I was just so excited. Like I remember I landed in LA. I just had my suitcase. I was going to my apartment that I'd never seen before that I got <laughs> online. Right. And I was like, you know, um, this is exciting. This is like, this is it. I was like, I don't know anyone. I don't know where to go. I don't know anything. I don't have a car. Right. Like, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. And it was so exciting. Yeah. It really yes. was. Just taking that leap, man. That's all the, it is. The risk. I mean, you know, you got to leave that comfort zone. Yeah. I love what she just said, though. You have nothing to lose, but possibly everything to gain. Exactly. I love that. So yeah, and you know, you you have some fun stories because, like I said, I literally found an apartment like in an afternoon. It was yeah. crazy, and it was you know the sketchiest apartment I've ever lived in in my life. It was weird as hell, and it made for some great stories. I you know, exactly. <laughs> and what neighborhood was that? <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, I actually I have I've tried to find it again because I can't even remember where it was. That's but hilarious. Last wow. day I was there, somebody I was like going up to my apartment door and somebody was walking out with my bed. <laughs> and it was some guy who the guy who I guess owned it. It was like a sublet of a sublet of a sublet. So right. I never knew who owned it. And the last day I was like walking up to my apartment and the guy's like, Oh yeah, we're taking this. And I was like, Oh, like who are you? And he was like, I own this place. And I was like, wait, I've met two other people who said they own this place. Right. Like <laughs> last night I didn't have a bed. I just didn't have wow. it. So I was like, Mom, like they just left with my bed. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. See, that's what she's talking about. Stories. Exactly. You have stories. Like, how can you? Oh my gosh, that's so great. That's epic though. But look yeah, at you now. See? Exactly. I mean, look at you. Yeah. Now. You're killing it. So. Yeah. Oh and my it's gosh. fun. You know, it's an adventure. Life's just an adventure, and it's all part of it. You know. Hell yeah. That's, that's the way you got to live life. That I, I, that's why we like you so much because you really do just have the right attitude with yeah. life and the right approach to life. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed exactly. to be an adventure, right? I mean, yeah. And you're gonna fail. Of course, you're gonna fail sometimes, but that's all part of it. So. Right. I and just, sometimes those failures, you look back and you're like, what was I thinking? Like, that was crazy. But it just, it's all fun and it's funny and it's, you know, right. it's, it's part of your story. It's great. Exactly. YOLO. YOLO. That's right. YOLO. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. That, you are so awesome. Yeah. All right. So, also, I'm really excited about this because I can't wait to hear what you came up with. Yeah, you seriously. Know, we do our top five segment every week now. And so this week's topics was a, a difficult one for me. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. I couldn't come up with anything but dogs at first. And yeah. I'm like, what the hell? But uh, top five favorite TV or movie animals. Yeah. Like, uh, so 
It was interesting. It was interesting. Uh, like, so are you okay. sure? Are you sure you want to participate? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so this was actually an easy one for me. Like, you texted me this morning, and you're like, okay, five, five top five animals or whatever. And I, like, literally, I was like, okay, got them. Got them. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know why. This was so, like, weirdly easy for me, but I, I love I love animal actors. <laughs> I love them. They're so great. Um, but, yes, I do have a top five list. Um so my first and favorite ever is Stella from Modern Family. Oh, nice. Yeah. She's adorable. And, like, I just love the whole dynamic between, like, her and Jay. It's yeah. just freaking adorable. Um, Stanley, the giraffe from The Hangover 3. I know it dies in, like, a really nice way. But um, they, have, they have Stanley at Malibu Wines. Oh, wow. And... Um, you can meet him and like feed him and all that good stuff. So, oh my gosh, see that that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mark that on the list to do. Right. Like, oh, you guys. Oh, if you guys haven't done that, you guys have to do it. Oh, totally. Oh, it's absolutely great. And then, um, of course, like Sassy from Homeward Bound. Yes, then, that's on my <laughs> list. <laughs> sassy as hell, and like she's just my idol in every way. Um. <laughs> I would have to say I don't. I don't want to like stick with too many dogs, but Eddie from Frasier. Mm, oh, yeah. that's my list. <laughs> like he was on it for so many seasons. And Seriously, he was, he was killing it. Oh, he, he really had was. a full personality. Like Eddie's he was career. part. Of, he was some of the show. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh! Yes, and then of course, classic trigger the horse from Roy Rogers. Nice. Um, you know, I was thinking about putting him on. Roman's Chinese, and you know, oh, he's yeah. a star. Wow. He's a star. Good list. That was eclectic. It was. That was, that was a good list. It was. All right, yeah. Jayla, what you got? Uh, man, well, I'm going to say Emily's first since okay. she's not here. Uh, I'm going to start off with Winter. Uh, that's from the Dolphin's Tales. Yeah, Winter. She says okay. Hachi from Hachi, I think. I don't know. Oh, my gosh, yes. I've never even seen that. So I, was, I was like, what is Hachi? That, that 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 my head. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, so great. <laughs> uh, Toto. From The Wizard of Oz. Ah, yes. And Marcel. Oh How did I forget Toto? Right? Like, and, What's Marcel uh, from? Marcel is from Friends. Friends, yes. Oh, okay. The yeah, The yeah. Monkey. That's right. That's yeah. what I know him And what, what was her last one? She only had four. Oh, she only had four. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Do, do you have Tavia's? Or? Uh, I, I, it's uh, in the group. You yeah, yeah. I will. Okay. I'll, we'll go back okay, around. Go we'll back. come back. Yeah. Go back but around. for mine, mine is Sassy from Homeward Bound. Yes! Uh, Jasmine from Secondhand Lion. I love the lion. Um, <laughs> Chance from Homeward Bound as well. I love yes. Chance. Uh, Dog from Big Jake. John Wayne's movie from way back yeah, in the day. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Um, and Marcel from Friends. I, oh, I love Friends. Yeah. I'm just going to say I don't, I don't think our listeners yeah. know that, Jayla. Yeah. <laughs> Emily, what did you think about when they said Netflix was going to cancel Friends? Did you freak out? Me? Yeah. I didn't know that that even happened. Oh, my gosh. Twitter freaked out. Well, it's coming back. They're they're holding on to it. Yeah, they announced it, and the the fans freaked out, and then they paid $80 million to keep it. So it was kind of crazy. Where have I been? Oh, my gosh. I didn't (laughs) know that. Well, that's what we're here for. Yeah, that is what we're here for. Damn, I had no idea. Yeah. All right, man. What you got? What's your five? I got Wishbone from Wishbone. All right. A child classic. (laughs) Uh, Eddie from Frasier. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jack from Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, mm, yeah. I didn't think about him. Oh, that's such a good one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Willie from Free Willie. Yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Beethoven. Beethoven. Oh, from Beethoven. Beethoven. Yeah. That's a good Classic. one. Hell yeah. 
All right. Well, I'm of course old school. I've got to go old school. Yeah. So uh, I'm going flipper, mm. of course. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, Lassie, of course. Yes. Uh, I just Benji. Because uh, <laughs> yeah, like I said, you had to have dogs. Yeah. Lassie yeah. And Benji. Um, and then Mr. Ed, because what what would this yeah. category be Will without work? a talking horse? Right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, 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 just a random one, but Clyde from Any Which Way You Can. Oh, man. With the yeah. Orangutan, you know, oh, right? my God. Oh, yeah. 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 I, mean, I loved that movie. I loved Clyde. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love a good orangutan? Right? I couldn't oh, think of his gosh. name, so I didn't even go for it. <laughs> yeah, but like, I would have no. done that. That's it. Yep. yep. Oh, my goodness. All well, right. Tavia's was Lassie the dog, Flipper the dolphin. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Tavia's so old school. Uh, right? Like, Enzo the dog from My Dog Skip. The oh, nice. uh, moose, the dog from Frasier, whoever that is. I don't, uh, even, yeah, I don't yeah, even know. I don't know. Uh, was Mar- that Niles's maybe pet? Uh, Niles maybe. and Niles's wife, and maybe. and then Marcel from Friends. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I'm surprised there were some doubles this week. Yeah, to there be were honest. some doubles. I thought for sure maybe not, but yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Oh, yeah. All right. That's a gr- those are all good lists. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So gosh, <laughs> it's going to be hard next time. So I, we're thinking next time, Emily, like a category is like the, the top five remakes you should never make. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like Breakfast Club or like what, you know, just movies or TV shows you should never touch. That's like, so great. Yes, <laughs> Breakfast Club, Friends. Yes, yes, so many. Exactly, so many, exactly. so many. Well, listen, thank you so much for coming on. Seriously. And we were so excited to finally get you on here. Um, oh, thank you guys so much for having me. It's always so great talking to you guys. You guys are so awesome. I no, just love you stop, guys. Stop, stop. <laughs> oh, honestly, though, we, we, we cannot thank you enough for everything that you that you do for us and, and for all the support you give us and everything. And you are just wonderful. And we will definitely be in touch soon. And, yeah, we're looking forward. When we get out there, we're definitely going to meet up with you. And, we're you know, we're just going to have some fun. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Absolutely. Have a wine-drinking uh, bar crawl. Yeah, absolutely. Right. You'll be the first person we call. We're like, yeah, we need a random apartment and we need some uh, <laughs> Yeah, we need some <laughs> like, wine. I got you. That's I right. Got you. <laughs> oh, my oh, Excellent. Yeah. Well, listen, have an awesome rest of the day. Yes. And uh, we will definitely be in touch soon. Awesome. So great hearing from you guys. I'll talk soon. All awesome. right. Bye-bye now. Right. Bye-bye. She's just freaking awesome. She man. she has got to be yeah. like I said at the top of the intro, one of the nicest people. Yeah, ever. seriously. But man, I just love her. Yeah, I love her. Just I got on a plane, a one way ticket. ticket. I didn't have an apartment. Yeah. I didn't have a car. Exactly. I didn't know where I was going. That's a song. I mean, or that some is shit. Like, like, yeah. But oof. look, now she's killing it. I mean, exactly. she's been in some huge stuff. Exactly. And she's just living life. Exactly. And she had no clue. Mm-hmm. She didn't know anybody. Yeah, yeah. She didn't. I mean, just. I yeah. Mean, oh my goodness. That's the way to do it. Seriously, it that, really I just, is. I love her approach to life. To so just life in just general. Life. Yeah. And look how fun and happy. I mean, exactly. she's just. Exactly. Follow her. Be Emily Peachy. Emily uh, Peachy underscore. underscore. That is her handle name on Instagram and Twitter. So yeah, go and she does him. have a Facebook fan page. Yeah, so okay. just yeah, I mean, yeah. trust us, guys. She is worth following. Yeah, she's seriously. just amazing and just such an outlook on life and such great posts and and she's amazing. Follow yeah. her. Seriously, and, uh, we can't wait to have her back on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But uh, word of the day. Word of the day. Word of the day's hero. 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 But we're referring more towards hero prop. So this is the prop that would be used for close-ups, has all the necessary details, or is the true McCoy. Like cars as a DeLorean in uh, Back to the Future, like the true DeLorean, or in Supernatural, the Impala. Mm, Those are... Baby. Baby. 
those are all cars that all the has all the details and all that sort of functionalities. Unlike a static or a fake prop used mm-hmm. for um, art action scenes and other stuff like that, this would be the thing that would be running the one that could move around and yeah. uh, do things. Yeah, yeah. So like hero it. prop, yeah. hero. I like it. I like it like that. <laughs> and it could be from uh, a small like little a long, feature prop like to like something that. much larger. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now it's time for the box office predictions. Man, I'm just saying I'm doing pretty well recently. I'm yeah, just no, saying. yeah, you really are. You're like, even coming really close with the monetary the numbers. Totals. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. last week I was right again with basically the all the numbers. Ralph breaks the internet had 25.6 million. I predicted 15 to 20. And it was number one, like I predicted. Number two, it was The Grinch, which I was surprised about. I actually predicted this one to be number three, but it was actually number two. Uh, it got 17.9 million. I predicted 15 to 20 million. Mm. Uh, Creed 2, this one actually took a big hit from the first week to yeah, the second Yeah, I saw that, week. more than a 50% drop. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm very surprised about that because I predicted it for number two, and it only it got 16.6 million. I predicted... 20 to 25 so that's kind of more people need to go see that one guys go see it uh fantastic beasts got number four like i said they got 11.4 million and i predicted 10 to 15 million and bohemian rhapsody got number five with eight million and i predicted seven to ten million yeah so pretty spot on i I, honestly i think that the the jump for Grinch and the fall for Creed is just because we're getting closer to the holidays. It's Christmas. I mean, I wouldn't even be shocked if you, if you see Grinch bump up to number one. Oh, shit. You know, during... And that's the, so crazy. It yeah. came out before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like... It's mm. getting a lot of solid reviews, yeah, though. Seriously. You know, everybody that I know that's seen it said they love it. Yeah. So, even more so than the Nutcracker, and that's like a huge holiday yeah, like yeah. thing. So It's, it's all the Benedict yeah. fans. I mean, I mean Cumberbatch, right? Seriously. You know? <laughs> like, people it, love him. I, people love him. I forgot what the fan club was. Uh, <laughs> what, what are they that. called? The Cumber? I have no idea. I forgot. They have some <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Little Cam knows. Yeah, like, Little Cam knows, because she's one of them. Exactly. I mean, yeah. 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 <laughs> I just want to know. I need to know is Martin Freeman anywhere in the Grinch? Because they can't do anything without yeah. being in it together. So, I mean, I'm I just saying. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. There you go. You have the Hobbit movies, and he was in there. Yeah. yeah. You have uh, Marvel movies. He yeah, came out as. They're both in the MCU. Yeah. I mean, they're Sherlock. I mean, yeah. is he in the Grinch? Like, I don't know. <laughs> We're going to have to look that up. That's right. Oh, man. But this week, I think number one will be. Ralph breaks the internet yet again with around sixteen to twenty million. Number two, I think it's going to be the Grinch again with around ten to fifteen million. Number three, since Creed dropped so low, I'm going to put it back at number three with around eleven, eleven to fifteen million. Uh, number four, Fantastic Beasts with around five to seven million, and number five, Bohemian Rhapsody with around like. Five to seven million. Yeah, that sounds about accurate. Yeah. I gotta tell you though, go see Creed two. Yeah, I saw it, and I'm telling you, if you haven't seen it yet, go see it. Michael B. Jordan is phenomenal. Yeah. Stallone is phenomenal again. A lot of surprises, a lot of little twists, and you won't regret going to see it. I'm yeah. telling you, it's a great one to see. You know what I want to go see though? I, I'm on a mission to go see it this week because I'm afraid it's not going to be in the theaters much longer, and I really, oh, really want to see it. 
front runner with Hugh Jackman front and our runner. and our friend Spencer mm-hmm. Spencer Garrett. Spencer I Garrett. really want to go see it. Yeah. I think uh, it's, is it at ours? I think it's at Cinemark. So yeah. I think we should go see it. We yeah. should go on a mission to go see it. Hell yeah! I'm um, down with that. We still need to see First Man and uh, Bad Times at the El Royale too. Yeah, I really yeah. want to see that. I, one. I'm t- I, I just I think Bad Times at El Royale is going to be much like uh, Hotel Artemis. I think yeah. it's going to be one of those artsy, awesome films yeah. that just people didn't get. Yeah. I mean, uh, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> front runner. I want to see front runner. Uh, yeah, that one for sure. Uh, oh, and and we just want to say uh, thoughts and prayers with the Bush family. Yeah. R.I.P. Forty one. Yeah. Uh, you know. God bless. Yeah. Seriously. Seriously. All right. Now time for the Billboard chart toppers. Uh, on the Hot One Hundred this week is Travis Scott Sicko Mode, which is surprising because his album dropped like a month and a half ago, two months ago. Yeah. So it's crazy how singles from an album can just keep get picked up and brought in back into the limelight like so fast like that i mean it's nuts it really is and music is so unpredictable it is i mean like, like, well i saw a thing today uh, ariana grande was going back to her going saying that she wants to release music like rappers release music like how crazy long um albums slash mixtapes just where um singles will take off and it doesn't even tell a story but i mean yeah. that singles are kind of where the money is people make livings off of singles it is it's true like vanilla ice i'm just saying yeah i, I mean back in the day remember the single was literally just a single yeah. and it was meant to sell the album yeah now they don't even care about the album it's no. like the album is just someplace to put the singles <laughs> exactly. i mean it's like yeah it, it's forever changing as it well is. it's just the whole industry and on the top 200 is mumford and sons delta it's still at number one so i still need to listen to that one i haven't tried that definitely. out on apple music but a lot of good music's out there so definitely subscribe to apple music because i, I love it like, uh, me too. Yeah, three I months. I don't know what I'd do without it. <laughs> three three months free for anybody who has an Apple ID. Yeah, go check it out. But anyway, guys, that is our show for this week. Thank you so much for getting crazy with us. Thank you again to the one and only Miss Emily Peachy for coming on oh, the show. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah, yep. so much fun. Make sure to like and subscribe to this podcast everywhere. Uh, Spotify, Google Play Music, and Apple Podcasts. You can check it out. Like and subscribe. Give us a comment, rate us, five stars, all that good stuff. Make sure to follow us everywhere at Twitter. It's Crazy Ant Films. Instagram, crazy underscore ant underscore films. And on Facebook, it's the Crazy Ant Film Company. We're also on Reddit and YouTube under Crazy Ant Films. Just follow us everywhere, I mean, man. we're everywhere. Seriously, we have a website, crazyantfilms.com, that we're reinventing right now. And we're oh, also creating man. like a newsletter for the beginning of the year. So yeah. if you want to subscribe to that That's Crazy right. Ant uh, newsletter... That that's gonna be yeah, fun for everyone following us. You guys know because we've been kind of hinting, and for the new listeners and new followers, big changes coming at the beginning of the year. That's right. You kind of well, kind of hinted, we, at, we it. hinted yeah, at it moving with, out uh, with Emily. Yeah, and uh, oh, no, that was a hint. That was pretty much like yeah. slap yeah. in the face, <laughs> and we're doing. Well, it. I mean, like we said, new name, new location, exactly. new look, new yeah, exactly. Twenty nineteen soon, crazy ant media. That's right. Yeah. Whoa. Soon. Whoa. Coming Things soon. getting big. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. We made that post the other day. Change is coming. Change is coming. Hell yeah. But anyway, guys, thank you for, like I said, coming in crazy. And we love Oprah. Oprah.